Well, folks, with the Wayfield Report in its fifth season and me starting my 14th year of podcasting in 2021, I figured now would be as good time as any to start a Patreon page for the podcast. And I know everyone these days has a Patreon page who is a podcaster, but let me tell you what you're going to get if you decide to join the Whitfield Report Patreon. At the one level, at the one dollar level, you'll simply be uh, contributing. That'll simply be a way of saying thank you, uh, and I appreciate it, but that's that. However, at the three dollar level on up, you're going to be getting access to an exclusive uh, podcast that I'm hoping to do weekly called the Savage Express Podcast. And on that podcast, exclusive to Patreon subscribers and supporters, I'll be covering music and movies and pop culture and personal anecdotes in ways that uh, I can't cover on uh, YouTube or traditional podcast platforms. I'm hoping to do this every week. I might not, but it'll certainly be a longer-form podcast uh, for those types of topics, if you're interested in that sort of thing. And uh, I also might be re-releasing some uh, episodes of the Whitfield Analysis, my old podcast, re-releasing the back catalog, as it were, uh, digging out some of the old video clips that I've had an archive for years and posting all of that exclusively to the Patreon site for you guys. It's going to be a good time and uh, there are a couple of different tiers you can join in at. Uh, I understand if you can't join the Patreon, but if you're, if you're able to uh, financially support the show and you want to help out, joining the Patreon would be the best way to do that. So I encourage you to go to patreon.com forward slash Whitfield Report and sign up on one of the tiers today. And uh, again, folks, I want to thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And hopefully uh, I can look forward to your financial contribution, which I deeply appreciate as well. God bless, folks, and uh, God freedom amongst see in that order. Benjamin tried to poison my lasagna. That's how you're going to try and diss someone in a wheelchair? By saying that the wind blew them over? That's the, uh, that's your slight jab at me, buddy? Nice try. Must be nice to try and make, uh, jokes like that. Found out about own Benjamin and the Unbearables. I can't remember exactly who told me about them. It, it might have been one of them who had who had reached out to me actually. Long story short, in, in like March of 2018, I was working to, of course, continue building the show, and I was looking for a group of uh, networkers, uh, kind of a like-minded creative conservatives, 
And, uh, you know, I was told about the unbearables. I, I found out about Owen through the, uh, the JRE podcast. To be honest, I wasn't really a big fan of him comedically. Like, I thought he was okay, but he wasn't, you know, great. But I kind of liked what he was doing with the whole, you know, anti-trans kids thing. That really spoke out to me. And in the beginning, the Unbearables seemed to be a great uh, network. You know, people who were doing uh, creative stuff like art and design and podcasting and video production, parody, songs, musicianship, in the case of Chuck Boris, and just late night streams, which was how the I met the original DZ guys. Of course, John Neary was my first uh, interview for the brief period of time I was with the Bears. But here's the thing, Owen, Owen's not even a conservative. He's a fucking leftist, posing, he, he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. How, how? Oh, how dare you! Owen is doing the shit that mass shooters do before they go and do a school shooting. Here's my manifesto. We need to get rid of the weak people. And I'm not saying he's going to be the one to do this. Uh, an Australian man he murdered his wife with a pair of scissors stabbed her in the chest. This is a warning to the general public about Owen Benjamin. We warned you. Oh, 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 oh how dare you! Must be nice. <laughs> According to him, the goat urinated on him first in front of Amy. <laughs> all this, all this gay talk is pissing off my German Shepherd. Alrighty, folks, good evening and welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live here from NGC Studios. And I want to thank you so very much for joining me here tonight, wherever you are in the past, present, future hour. And uh, let me fix something real quick here. Hold on. Just go here into my camera settings. Okay. Excellent. All right. Uh, As I said, welcome to the program. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting here live from behind the scarlet uh, red microphone here at NGC Studios in South Florida. And I want to thank you so very much for joining me wherever you are in the past present future hour uh contact info as usual ladies and gentlemen you can follow me on twitter and instagram at 70 bear underscore ndc hashtag whitfield report on gab parlor and minds at sam whitfield uh facebook.com forward slash the whitfield report the sam whitfield.com Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. And of course, streamlabs.com forward slash the Whitfield Report. Uh, Joining me on deck here shortly will be uh, the co host Apex Gamma. Oh, I'm uh, here, motherfucker. You can hear me, right? Yes, I can. 
Very good. That seemed well. I don't know if the audience can hear the same buzzing that I can, but it is significantly reduced compared to what it was 30 seconds before show start. <laughs> so, hi everybody. Hi Sam. I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, thank you as always for having me, brother. I hope you're doing well. I'm I'm doing uh you know, I I'm doing well. I kind of am in a you know, I wouldn't say period of mourning, but a period of remembrance for uh you know El Rushbo, much to uh Titty Salad's uh chagrin, the resident feminist You're what? I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit there. I, I said I'm in a period of remembrance for uh El Rushbo. Uh, oh, I got so, you. Much to the uh, chagrin of some audience members, but we will continue to push on <laughs> on here regardless. Um, anyway, though, how have you been, my friend? Well, I have been nursing a broken rib uh, since last Saturday, which is why you didn't hear from me at all last Saturday. Because uh, I woke up Saturday morning... Um. Uh, with the what what felt like an ice pick, it shoved into my sternum between my lower ribs, like right in the front, underneath my right tit. Uh, and I just assumed because I'm fucking old. I'm like, ah, I mean, I drank like eight beers last night. Maybe I just slept funny. So I went to work and you know <laughs> busted my ass like usual, and woke up the next day and was like, oh fuck, I can't breathe. Uh, and and this hurts. I can't even get out of bed. So I went to the emergency room. And they're like, uh, did you fall or something? Like, no. I mean, I, I remember the whole night. I went to sleep uh, with a little bit of a buzz, and I woke up not able to breathe. Like, okay, well, because you fractured two of your ribs. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So that's, that, that explains why that hurts so fucking bad. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't even know what happened. But I broke two ribs in my sleep. Um somewhat drunk not like waste i mean trust me compared to what i can put away eight beers is nothing maybe 10 I, I don't i don't remember exactly how many i drank but i remember the whole night so the the last week has been sitting on my ass and not not able to sleep because uh your rib cage moves when you lay around or when you sit so and you can't like unlike a broken wrist or a broken arm or elbow or knee you can't like restrain it that you can do your lungs are in there you have to breathe you have to you know that's your core so all you can do is just take some time off so that's what i did i uh against my better judgment normally i would have just went and suffered at least after a couple of days like i can't let my people suffer but the fact that it broke in the middle of the night um the the best listen the best i can come up with is i tossed and turned in the middle of the night and like landed on my TV remote uh, on, and because it's the sixth and seventh rib right at the front. So they're not attached to the front of the sternum. They're real thin. And it's like the thinnest parts. And it's not like I broke them real bad, but um, yeah. So that's been, that's been my, <laughs> it's been my week. Today was my first day back at work uh, since, uh, since last Saturday. So yeah, that's yeah, fun. It's, it's always weird when you, uh, when you go to bed, like feeling normal and then you wake up and you know, you, something's fucked up. So yeah, dude, isn't that weird? Cause you don't even, I don't think you even have to be like on anything cause sleep can be so weird. You know, you could just be super exhausted or something and, um, yeah, wake up and something's not the same. Whether it be like a crick neck or 
um, you know, pinched nerve in your spine or, or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but a broken rib, broken ribs is or fractured ribs rather is uh, that's a that's a, an odd one. It honestly kind of freaked me out because it's just the week before that I broke up that fight and I got punched a, a handful of times, but I, I don't think I got punched in the ribs. That's what everybody kept trying to chalk it up to. Like, oh, well, you you did break up that fight. Maybe you took some body shots. Well, well, no. I don't think so. I think I would have felt it. Uh, at least I would have had a bruise or something. Um, but yeah, so that's my week. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. uh, been trying to figure out this digital audio workstation uh, and figure out why I can't figure it out. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just trying not to hurt myself. Yeah. Coughing and sne- sneezing. That shit hurts so bad, dude. Oh, I, I bet. I had a, I had a strained rib of... I had like a spra- I had like a sprained rib a few a few years ago. Well, more than a mm-hmm. few years ago now. It was back when Ooh. I was when I was in high school. But yeah, I mean it it even having even having like a sprained rib hurt like a motherfucker. Just like you know, wah. Just like every time you chuckled, it would hurt like hell. So yeah, dude, that's uh, yeah, it's one of those things. But yeah, so but it's you know it's not the end of the world. I'm I'm significantly better than I was even three days ago. So taking time off is important, especially when it comes to an injury like that, where it's like, it's in your core. You, you literally can't wrap it up. I mean, you can bind, which I did, you know, wrap an ace bandage around your torso to kind of keep it, you know, uh, impressed because the outward uh, expansion is what hurts. Generally speaking, coughing, laughing, uh, breathing, that, that sort of thing. So if you can kind of hold the shit in um, across the board, then, you know, but yeah, it's just one of those things. It it freaked me out. But whatever, dude. Mm-hmm. We all get older. So move on. Let's go. But before we get too much into the show, I do want to make one final note. I always forget to uh, promote this, but if you'd like to uh, contribute to the show to the show monthly for some exclusive content that uh, I'll be putting up, uh, Patreon.com forward slash. The Whitfield Report, shout out to uh, Sawson and Bruce City uh, for joining at the $5 level. So, uh, you know, go to patreon.com forward slash Whitfield Report. And uh, I have some exclusive, like, tech review videos if you're into that stuff. I am also currently uh, remastering some old-ass episodes of the... Uh, Whitfield Analysis, my old podcast, when I used to use, like, actual music back when you still could do that Yeah. Uh, back during the day. Good God, I, I used to play Pink Floyd a ton on the old show. So. Good stuff, man. But, uh, anyway. Well, there, uh... It's been an interesting week, has it not? Oh, yeah. It's as uh, every week before it, it seems like forever at this point. Sorry. Yeah, so, where to, uh, where to start? Um, some of you guys were asking if I was going to go to CPAC, and the, uh, the answer would have been, you know, maybe if I had gotten more donations, uh, (laughs) I could have gone, but, then again, for what they want for CPAC uh, ticket prices, I could buy a 
I could buy another computer, and I'm not exaggerating, I could buy myself I could buy myself I could buy myself another MacBook and I could buy Apex a Mac with what they're <laughs> with what they're asking for ticket prices. Yeah, uh, no shit. That would be yeah, donate cuz I need a, I need one of those. Yeah. <laughs> That's just kidding. Yeah. But yeah, no, for sure. And that, and I mean, it's a fucking joke anyway, dude. It's a joke. It's you know, it's in my opinion these sort of rallies aside from like a trump rally or a presidential rally or uh you know an actual candidate rally someone specific uh these are no different than the fucking protests you know they're they're honeypots man you show up so that you can be fucking bookmarked so that you can be further uh you know booked into the information log and uh you know assigned a fucking fed or two or what you know what i mean yeah i'm being a little hyperbolic but uh i i mean I, re- I genuinely feel like that's what it is especially when i saw the shape of the stage uh which i've been getting ripped for on twitter for just simply pointing it out like i saw the shape of the stage i saw uh, randomly scrolling through twitter um someone pointed out that the shape of the stage is uh, a fucking odell rune it's like an old celtic like an ancient ass celtic rune and I'm like, oh, fucking shit. They put that thing on their flags and on their shields in Charlottesville. I remember, like, distinctly seeing that symbol and going, that looks like a rune, and looking it up back in the day. So the fact that I, people are like, oh, the, the, you, you see Nazis everywhere, you, you're going to see Nazis everywhere. Like, well, I, I literally am a descendant of, literally of bloodline of Nazis, and I don't identify with any of this SJW shit. So... Just me pointing out, like making an observation, because I have a visual memory. Uh, people, they these far the the far gone right are like, how how dare you? If you see Nazis everywhere, you're gonna. If you want to see Nazis everywhere, you're gonna see them everywhere. Like, have you scrolled through my account, you fucking retard? Do you know what? Do you you know? So yeah, when I saw that, it's it's a fucking it's a LARP. It's it's uh. It's not good for anybody involved, uh, except for those making all the money, I suppose. Yeah, well, and, and as and as Johnny uh, mentions in chat, he goes, uh, Sam lives like four miles from CPAC. Yeah, Johnny, but that doesn't care. That doesn't really matter because, uh, first off, it's not four miles. But even if it was just four mi- miles... Uh, it would still be, it would still be fucking expensive to get in, and I I was legitimately looking in, into it um to go, but it, it's just yeah, like Apex said, it it's a it's a honeypot at this point. For so. sure, I mean a hundred percent. I feel like it it. I mean anything involving the. People like Nick Fuentes. I, I mean, we've talked about this ad nauseum in various shows, uh, various days of the week throughout the past year or the last year. But I mean, why did Nick Fuentes, Nick Fuentes was at the Capitol? Like, uh, Baked Alaska took fucking several weeks to get any sort of. He, I don't even think, as far as I know, he's not even been charged for anything related to the Capitol. But the FBI is posting random young girls' pictures that were in the crowd. Uh, asking for information just today. 
you know, uh, from that rally. So what, I mean, Nick Fuentes and Baked Alaska are streamers. Like it, they're not hard to find these random people that they're looking for information for aren't streamers. They, they might have a Facebook or a Twitter account or something. Somebody might know them. So they're fishing for the normies out there. So yeah. if you don't see it, dude, God, God bless you, child. As, as, <laughs> as the politely rude people in the, in the South would say, God bless you, child. You fucking retard is what they actually mean. They, um, you know, Titty says Nazis are shitty. They, they do dress well. I'll give, I'll give them that. Well, you know, I mean, they had Hugo Boss at the helm. So I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they, they had, they had Hugo Boss, but you know who else has Hugo Boss in their closet? At least one Art, at least one article I think is uh, yours truly and you know despite what the uh, what the anti Rush Limbaugh crowd has been saying to me all week I am not a Nazi um, oh yeah you are man by their by their definition by oh, their yeah. ever changing definition I mean I would think even by uh, one our, our very own beloved communist um, both you and I classify in more category than one in the Nazi slash bigot slash reprehensible uh, ideology. Well, but the, well, the, the, the difference between our friend, our communist friend, and the general commie fucking internet sphere is they don't refuse to talk to us because they, you know... Those labels exist, and they like to use them, just like we like to use commie and shit. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just a meme. You know, there's still an actual conversation trying to be had. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, you know what I mean. So, I I will say the one the one part of uh CPAC that I did watch was uh I I did watch part of Christy Gnome's. Uh, oh yeah! Before nice, nice segue. Go ahead for the uh, show, and that is kind of a perfect segue into uh, our first ever actual, uh, I guess the second Titfield report segment on the on the show with the first uh, official one, I guess. Um, so I think the I think the first one was on the hug box with Scorpio. Yeah, but this is the first official one on the uh, on the actual oh. Whitfield report, I guess. Okay, but. so who were the competitors? Christy Nome and who? Go ahead. Sorry, well, sorry. I'm not, I, don't I, get ahead. Of, well, not to get ahead I, of myself. <laughs> well, actually, I don't really have a com- competitor this week. I, I guess I can't think of one. I was trying. I was. I was trying to think. I guess Lauren Southern popped in the news again, but I don't know what she's up to. Uh, other than... Who cares, man? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. But, Continued. Christy Nome. But, uh, I just wanted to play this, uh, quick, uh, segment from thehill.com. Uh, and it's basically a... It's basically, like, condensing her entire 30-minute speech into two minutes. So, uh... We should be able to get through this. So let me queue it up here. And let's see here. 
Uh, okay, so this is uh, just a quick compilation of Christy Gnome's speech uh, from CPAC. Uh, so clip number one, roll the tape. Rather than looking to the past to help improve our future, some are trying to wipe away the lessons of the past. Lessons that we should be teaching to our children and to our grandchildren. Now this approach focuses exclusively on our forefathers' flaws, and it fails to capitalize on the opportunity to learn from their virtues. And they have many mistakes. By discrediting the individuals who formed America's founding principles, they create doubt. And then they can remake America into a very different political image. Pause, pause real quick. The, the one thing I've noticed with a couple of these CPAC speeches this year is the acoustics are horrible wherever they're doing this. Um, wherever they're doing this from. Because they're more worried about the stage shape. <laughs> Well, 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 whatever, whatever they're doing with the stage shape, it is not, I mean, and I'm an audio guy somewhat, as I know you are as a musician, but I mean, yeah, this is, these are horrible, uh, acoustic, acoustics. So. Oh yeah, no, that echo is fucking brutal. So yeah, I, I agree. I have to watch on the live stream, so I'm a little bit behind you, but go ahead. So it it was a uh, a big rah rah thing about the uh, about the founding fathers, 
and whatnot, which, you know, as someone who loves history, I, I love reading about that uh, time period. But we always hear about the Founding Fathers, like, every year at CPAC. And I don't know, it just, it doesn't seem like there was anything newer I guess relevant at, at any of these features, at least not tonight that I that I saw. Well, the um, only thing the only thing that anybody's going to talk about is the shape of that stage. Because you're right, nothing new was discussed. There's nothing new to talk about because they're all grifters spinning wheels. They're just they're not doing anything, or if they're doing anything, it's very little. They're talking all the same talking points, but. All that's going to matter is that stage. And I promise you, I'm going to call it right the fuck now. Uh, I don't know what the purpose is here, but the that choice of stage shape is there's not an accident, dude. And anybody with the I mean, I identify more with the right than I do anything. I don't identify with any fucking side, but if I had to pick one, it would be the right. Um, generally speaking. So for me to point it out, and again, I'm getting flamed uh, on Twitter, <laughs> uh, you know, for the most part, for just simply pointing it out, like, just because people are, you know, the hard lefties are freaking out about the shape of the stage. Oh, they, you want to see Nazis everywhere, you're going to see Nazis everywhere. Well, guess what? The last time the big bad boogeyman of the left may, had an organization, a gathering, that they still pull up. Five years later, they fucking flew that rune that is the shape of the stage. So yep. I'm sorry, that's not a coincidence. And if it's not a coincidence, then there is an obvious attempt at something. There's some sort of something going on here. And I don't feel like it's an attempt at a movement as it is an attempt at uh, honey. I mean, it's like the it's like the final honey boss pot, a uh, final honey pot boss. <laughs> uh Kind of thing, you know I, what I mean? I mean, like, either or works, honey. You know, honey boss yeah, pot. Right. Or, sure, yeah, sure. It, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, I mean, potato. It's it's CPAC potato potato at the at this point. Um, what I mean, the other thing to point out though is, <laughs> the swastika before the Nazis adopted it was an ancient, ancient symbol that went that. Uh, went through several cultures, it just, like many other symbols uh, throughout ancient human civilization that have been carved on walls, cave walls, uh, and on stones from uh, across continents and oceans. And you know what I mean? None of it makes any sense. But like the point, though, is there are there are many, not just the swastika. That's the most prominent, but there are a lot of ancient. Uh, language, symbols, runes, uh, or whatever that have been misinterpreted or co-opted by modern society that don't mean what they meant for the vast majority of their existence. Yeah, the swastika is one of them. Shouting, uh, that rune that we're talking about is another one. Well, shouting, you know? at, shouting at, at clouds in the chat goes, imagine if they built a Nazi airport in Denver, Colorado. What a ruckus that would cause uh i believe shouting at clouds is being facetious because they in fact did 
build a uh i wouldn't call yeah, of it course. A, i wouldn't yeah. call it, i wouldn't call it a nazi airport but i mean you're talking to a sixth generation colorado colorado native shouting at, at clouds i grew up with i was born the year that airport was built okay that thing is a is a honeypot for conspiracy uh theorists um well, I don't know, man, because that's there, there's quite a lot of conspiracy. I mean, if if I'm gonna if we're gonna talk about the the stage at CPAC as compared to the flags flown flags and shields flown uh, at Charlottesville, I mean the just absurd amount of symbolism in the Denver airport cannot be ignored. You uh, the rational a rational person cannot ignore that. I'm sorry. And it, you're right. It may be a honeypot. It may be one of those things like, "Hey, look over here," uh, kind of thing. But there's a. Uh, uh, some, it's not nearly as obvious. I don't know. Opinion. I don't know if they still if they still have this. But when I was a kid, there was like a creepy ass mural in um, Concourse D. I think it was of this like of this like. It was of a whole bunch of like kids, and then there was like some Nazi-looking weirdo with like a gas mask and a and a bayonet, and it was. Let me try and. Let me try and pull, pull it up. I mean, that there are a bunch of creepy ass, murals in that airport that I've seen multiple times in person. Uh, but. Yeah. Um. Well, no, I want to, instead of typing it, because it'll be faster to just respond with my voice, Titty says, context matters. Uh, are you really saying that people at MAGA rallies were using those symbols to reference anything other than Nazism? Get the fuck out of here. And no, th that's not what I'm saying. I mean, I was just broadly stating that across history, like if you I actually knew somebody uh, of native descent that had a tattoo of a traditional what you would call swastika had pointed tips to it uh, but it was on his fucking palm and he was a brown dude and he was one of the first i mean i was probably 16 or 17 he was significantly older than me but he kind of red pilled me on the whole thing he's like no fuck you dude it's not a i mean like anybody else he put it on his hand because he wanted people to go what is that a fucking swastika dude no no this is a this is a symbol of my heritage this means whatever it meant in um in his culture which is native american if i remember correctly <clears throat> but the point is is like you see that symbol anybody from this culture this generation or god forbid the next two or several generations much like the swastika they see that symbol or anything that looks like it and it is immediately associated to the group that is most prominent in their brain that adopted it, not the thousands of years that it or what it meant prior to that, simply what it meant most recently. So there's no chance that it could mean anything other than that. And that's the that was more the danger that I was referring to. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And uh, Sorry. and here's and here's the creepy ass mural that I would always, uh, you know, that I would always have to pass growing up throughout the uh, DIA airport. And uh, I guess they painted, uh, 
I guess they painted over it, but like here's the here's the original one. So you so for the people listening on the audio podcast, there's essentially like a green like phantom ghost guy that's like wearing a Nazi uniform and then a uh and then he's like wielding a shimmer a, a scimitar and an AK uh 47 and there there are like some dead kids and uh like old people who are dying it's like really weird as uh um and then recently they uh <laughs> I, I guess they i guess they painted over that, so I haven't li- I haven't lived in Denver in eight years, and um, I guess they finally painted over that mural with, uh, or I guess added on to that mural, one of the two, with uh, um, like a a rainbow and uh. Something with like multiculturalism and um, the Nazi guy is dead or now or something. So, you know, it doesn't make it any less creepy, I guess, but it's just. Well, yeah. And you know what? That that mural in and of itself, which I've seen and the ones above it, I've seen hundreds of times over the the past several years scrolling through youtube and conspiracy shit uh and i i mean what really stands out to me is just the conglomeration of them in one building uh, on top of the the variety of secrecy which secrecy in in a uh construction project like that is not unheard of uh i mean you know what i mean like blocking off places that the public doesn't know what's going on what the like that's not that unusual but just the amount of it that's been reported and recorded uh on top of the just the weird art i mean art is a symbol dude like uh one piece or two pieces is fine but i don't know you know that's the other thing though is i don't know what the rest of the artwork or the decor in that airport looks like am i just looking at five or six pieces out of a thousand pieces of art that are strewn throughout this airport and they're just is it just being selectively edited for my consumption and everyone else's that that enjoys conspiracies you've been there i mean i've been there but it's it's been it's been year it's been years i remember they hmm. had they had one when i was like a they had one when i was like a really uh young kid of uh john elway and the and the Denver in the Denver Broncos, uh, you know, they had like a mural of that from like the, the Super Bowl, but that was like way back when. Um, and of course, you know, that that's more of like a, a sports mural. Uh, but then they also have that creepy ass horse out in the front that like, that I shit you not killed the, uh, the sculptor. Oh that, yeah. Yeah. The creator. Yeah, literally crushed him to death before it was done. And yeah. uh, and I kid you not that that horse has fucking looked at me, dude. Like as I've, you know, like driven towards. I mean, like my my mom even 
she she always used to get the creeps when you know when she would drop me off at the terminal when I would fly to uh, Michigan or whatever. During... Bro, I mean, biblically speaking, there were the four horsemen. Yeah, and I mean, let's put a giant fucking horse with red eyes. Um, I, you know, commission that as a an art piece. Well, I can't. I can't. Well, listen, I can't. I can't personally imagine a scenario in which I would want to do that as a, the owner or operator of an airport. But let's just say artistically, you do. Then the creator, a famous uh, sculptor, gets fucking crushed to death by this uh, sculpture that I believe was named something very satanic. I can't remember off the top of my head. Maybe you do. Well, uh, or maybe you can look that up, but it was like Lu- it was like Lucifer or some shit. Um, well, we we were we were all told as as Den as Denverites, and I never believed this, and neither did anyone who was smart. But people were told that that was supposed to be like that that was supposed to be like a horse representative of like the Denver Broncos. Uh you know, logo. Now see, now look, which, I could that I could get behind that. That actually makes sense, contextually speaking. I mean, because of because of Denver. I mean, the Denver Broncos have been a team, uh, professionally, or uh, I mean, yeah, in in the NFL for decades. So to have uh, a rearing Bronco that looks, you know, menacing in the in the state or or the the city of the Denver Broncos at their airport like that does not not make sense to me but what does there's just all it's all the other shit and again i get lumped in by the likes of our uh, uh, socialist friend that you know i just i I am constantly lumped in with the other because i if i don't align perfectly with their ideals because i i objectively try to view as many of them as i as many angles of everything that i possibly can cognitively and i i falter often but i'm i'm self-aware enough to admit that but where where i have a problem is when i have a cogent you know thought and uh observation as i have um in this uh symbol thing with the the stage and and whatever else and instead of just going okay uh it's a (laughs) you know the people on the right always show up to simp for people using swastikas and uh say that it's you know you know heritage not hate just like the confederate flag which uh i actually stand by that one it is heritage not hate cuz i personally know black people that fly those flags on their uh, vehicles oh yeah they're, they're redneck as fuck but they are black they are as black as the night is dark. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so so yeah. do I. Hell, I, hell, I'm in Florida now. I'm a, I'm a Florida. I'm a Colorado. Uh, I'm a Colorado boy. Uh, turned Florida man. And I, yeah, I know. I, I know a bunch of black people who fly that flag, and they're, and they're Democrats too. That ought to tell you tell you something. So. Uh, yeah, there's something to be said. Oh, wait, can you hear me? Yeah. You can't. Okay, good. Yeah, I yeah, can no, hear There's you. something to be said. There's something that I feel like is lost in modern day uh, conversations is ambiguity. 
there's no room for if you don't uh depending on who you talk to and it, this isn't universal but people um like alejandro my good friend my very good friend whom i love dearly and our our various um the various people in our our social circle both in real life and on the internet that we don't agree with on most things like there is a a lack of middle ground it, 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 you you're either one way or the other or you're nothing you're wishy-washy you're you you can't choose a side just because you can't understand what i believe i'm wishy-washy you, you don't have the ability to abstract your thinking to a degree uh, uh you know that other people may exist on uh you have you have it all figured out so uh and and that's a that's a common it's like a holier than thou sort of attitude that it's it's not like they generally speaking think that they're smarter than other people but they think they understand better uh and it's not just one side or the other this goes on the right too again i just posted that picture of uh the fucking charlottesville rally underneath some prominent right-wing twitter accounts going you know p people freaking out uh uh lefties freaking out about the shape of the stage and they're you know these pr again prominent right-wing twitter accounts that i follow and i generally don't give a shit what they say but i'll either like or retweet or ignore um i put like they're like ah. <laughs> Why do why do these why do these lefties see the Nazi symbols everywhere? Why do they want to make everything out of a fucking out of something out of nothing? Okay, well, it's not something out of nothing because their biggest boogeyman that they still bring up five years later is they used that symbol. They they flew that symbol. So just pointing that out, I'm the bad guy. Now, right now, one of my one of my good friends who's on the other end of the spectrum is calling me out for the other like for the other thing i'm the other end of the spectrum so the nazis are calling me a lefty and the lefties the commies are calling me a fucking nazi because i simply pointed out something in the middle like hey uh, i don't give a shit either way don't burn the fucking building down uh never do a cpac again or do it for eternity i don't give a fuck i, I don't have a dog in this fight i literally just made an observation i saw a tweet about the stage and i'm it, it triggered a visual memory in my head like, oh shit they flew that fucking thing at charlottesville i saw it fucking everywhere because i watched all of it extensively i have he's on the internet at the time you know what i mean so yeah i mean th this whole pick a side bullshit you can go fucking dig a hole and uh bury yourself in it well the, i give a fuck well the whole pick a side thing isn't i mean and I, I don't want to bring this fucker up. I was planning on saving it for uh, the Gamma Hug Box, which will be returning next week, probably. Not this week, but the following week. Um, and I didn't want to bring up this mental image up, but Vox Day uh, apparently does not think that Rush Limbaugh is a conservative. He, uh, he thinks that Rush was uh, a fake conservative and, uh, you know, I guess too progressive for him, I guess. 
So, I mean, that that's kind of the point too. Is you you can't lump, you know, all of the right in with these nut jobs like Vox and whatnot because, you know, these these assholes like to you know like to go after actual fucking conservatives too, like myself. So, you know, and like APEC. Um, I, I don't know, dude. Dude, it, it just, it just annoys me when they, when they try to lump us all in because we can't, you know, there, there's no nuance anymore in the media. No, 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 no. There, and that's part of the problem, dude. I would, argue it's one of the main problems and it's not i don't think it's anybody specifically's fault it's just like the nature of the beast man like we've there's been a wedge being driven in society for i i I mean since before i was born oh yeah Uh, me too since i would argue since before my parents were born there's been a methodical attempt you know and it's pretty well documented no anybody that no 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 well documented no 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 uh titty salad no hell no when our lord when our lord and savior aoc is president of the universe no titty salad i i love you but no i am the lord and savior if aoc is bro Bro, hold on. Time the fuck out. Because if AOC sat there with a golden headdress on a throne with no top and those perky 20-something-year-old titties, maybe, I don't know how old she's, 30-something, early 30s titties, big old titties, and addressed you in a calm manner, you you would do whatever she said. No. Communism is... Bullshit. Maybe not on a screen. She would come to. She would come to, or you would be escorted to her. Oh well, I, I, well, I know she would come for me. That's not. That's not a. That's not a question. But no, communism is a is a definite turnoff. So um, now, Christy Numb. That's another. uh, That's another story entirely. So. Anyway, Christy Nome, huh? Yeah, I'm. Well, I mean, okay. Well, I mean, titty, titty, titty salad is 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 more attractive than AOC. So, and she's not even, and she's not even famous. So, now, I'm not gonna lie to you. Titty salad would implement a policy of nut crushing with heels via trans human beings for all white men just as a form of reparations so just take aoc he's prettier i promise but aoc at least has some decorum a little bit (laughs) i love you titty (laughs) move on let's come on let's stop talking to the chat what are we talking what else are we talking about i actually introduce it i'll be right back so yeah, airport air. I wasn't even expecting to talk at airport conspiracies, and yet here we are. 
Um, hold, hold your hold your horses, Titty. We'll 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 get we'll get you on an episode at one point. But I I promise you, you well, you might like it, but you might not. I I don't know. I can't I can't guarantee that you like that you like being a guest on on my show. Uh. You should you should watch the interest of stuff first before you determine if you, if you want to come on my show. But um, anyway, yeah. Next topic is actually uh something that uh but it it but it it. Let's see here. Uh, next topic, so, right before the show, um, someone sent me a, uh, oh, so next thing, uh, apparently we're going to war with, uh, Saudi Arabia now, um, or Syria, who know, who knows anymore? Um, who the fuck knows? I mean, we bombed Syria, and oh, that's that's something I wanted to talk about. Yeah, that, um, yeah. Go ahead. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. De- I don't want to derail. Well, like I think. You, uh, well, this ties into to Syria. So, uh, headline from the New York Post. Let me make sure that it's. Uh, yep, it's up on screen. Uh, headline from the. New York Post here. Uh, Biden teases announcement on Saudi Arabia after Khashoggi report. This from our friends at the New York Post. And President Biden on Saturday issued a teased a Monday announcement regarding Saudi Arabia following the release of an official report that came across that they accuses Crown Prince Mohammed bin. Uh, Salman of ordering the operation that killed Jamal Khashoggi, who is a journalist, by the right, way, folks. Right. Uh, plugs Biden uh, told reporters on the White House lawn, uh, there will be an announcement on Monday as what we are generally going to be doing with Saudi Arabia. And I have no idea what I'm talking about because I have dementia. And no, he, uh, Biden was responding to a question from the Post about when about whether he would punish the 35 year old Crown Prince, who is the is the uh, de facto ruler of the oil rich uh, kingdom. Well, I already have the answer on that, folks, and the answer is, uh, you know, if. 40 years, 40 plus years of policy has taught us anything. It's that regardless of who's commander in chief, uh, yeah, America's never going to touch the Saudis. Um, you know, people or the Israelis. Well, well, I mean, that's well, 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 our greatest ally. Uh, well, go ahead, sorry. Well, 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 that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say, though, Apex. All these, 
all of these people uh like Nick Fuentes always want to talk about oh Israel why won't the, why won't the US you know why won't the Israel why won't is why won't uh the US cut off our allyship with uh Israel and my whole thing is okay I'm fine with that but fucking do Saudi Arabia too motherfucker it's like uh you know it's like they're they're both they're both bad, so in yeah. my book, um, so I wanna I wanna dictate something to you. This is from one of my Israeli friends, um, who admittedly is a prominent shit poster, but he uh he actually lives in Israel, and he's been uh he's just a shit poster, but. Here, I'm going to just quote, quote, for the re- just for the record, Trump bombed Syria once well into his presidency uh, because he was led to believe Assad was gassing children and then withstood great pressure from both parties uh, trying to get him to start a war. Biden, by contrast, invaded and bombed Syria in his first month as president with with his only consistent Middle East policy being do the opposite of what Trump did out of spite, even if it's yep. self-contradictory and actively harmful. Bombing Syria would at least be understandable if there was some logic to it. But while he's attacking Iran and Syria, he's easing off of them in Yemen and Afghanistan, banning fracking and pipelines in the U.S., thereby increasing U.S. dependence on foreign oil, picking fights uh, with Iran's regional adversaries, thereby risking Iran eventually blocking access to alternative sources of oil and reentering the nuclear deal that Iran openly violates. Making sure that where that hap or where that were that to happen, they'll have America's nuts in a vice. Trump doesn't seem to be any uh, there doesn't seem to be any plan besides copy Trump's policy, but an opposite, but on opposite day for no reason. <clears throat> so, I thought that was pretty. I, I didn't really dictate that very well, but it, it, you get the point. I thought that was pretty prescient because. He, he doesn't often tweet about politics, but when he does, it's pretty on point. The last time he tweeted anything about Trump, it was something to do with Middle East um, policy. And, yeah. Or not well, Middle East, but just foreign policy in general. It's like, you know, say what you will about the dude and how, how he talks in public, but he's actually unironically like a really good politician. Like foreign policy and shit, uh, he, he was able to get deals and, and talks with people that, I mean, the North Korea shit was trumped up uh not no pun intended but i mean who when was the last time an american president has spoken uh in public to a north korean fucking dictator or for that matter stepped on their land uh you know so whatever that means i don't know what the fuck that means i'm an idiot i just know that it's uh well how well how how about the fact that within my lifetime at least no new wars were started, uh, you know, under Trump. He's the only president I can say that, on, you know, because, like, even back in the 90s when I was born, Bill Clinton was, you know, starting shit in Kosovo and, you know, places like that. So, you know, Trump is, Trump is like the first president where I don't think we had, like, any major conflicts. Or anything no, like. no, 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 no. There, the, it's actually a fact. He's the first president in like forty-five years or something 
first American president in 45 years to not start an international conflict. Do you know that? That's like eight presidents. I don't even know. That's like eight presidents or some shit. I can't do math, but it's a, it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, pre it's a long time. 45 years uh, to not, he's the first president. Four-year increments. Every four years, some new president has started a, a new international conflict. Except for Trump. Trump's yeah. the first. And you know what? He says mean words, though, and he makes Titty feel bad. He makes other communists feel bad who want to feel too much for other people, I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what they think or feel. Yeah, um, I, you know, I I gotta I gotta give him credit though. He uh, he uh, you know, say what say what you will about Trump. He didn't start any uh, you know, wars. Any uh, you know, he he actually had like a ton of women in uh, his administration too. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and I mean, the argument is that I'm seeing is, well, it was a bargaining chip, and he, Trump just wanted to legitimize North Korea, which is all they wanted. Uh, how? <laughs> but anyway. Will, Will, anyway. Will says, it'll always be Trump to me and Owen. Well, I mean... Owen. No, it's only no. Owen's bounced back and forth, fucking three or four times, dude. He oh. uh, he was a he was a Trumper, anti-Trumper, and then Vox talked him into being pro-Trumper. Uh, he's a he's listen. Say what you will about that fucking piece of shit, faggot, retard, uh, Owen Benjamin, but he uh, he knows what he's doing in this internet grift. He's got the right level of autism. He 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 will literally take the side of. Whatever Daddy Vox tells him, tells him to. Um, that motherfucker tried to get my attention this week, but he uh, he failed miserably. Uh, let's see. Yeah, but um, anyway, let let's go on to your uh one of your articles because. And this might have tied into what we were talking about at the beginning of this show. I'm not uh, sure. But... Um, it does. It's actually... And you know what? I realize the source and what people say about it uh, as I do anything. It doesn't... It seems like it doesn't matter what I retweet or I like or I comment on. There's always somebody that I care about or somebody within my circle. That's like, you realize who, what they stand for. Right. Well, I mean, they're, they're a publication service. They may have their ideals and they may have posted things that I don't believe on, but they're still a news source. And I trust the fact that they've posted things that I don't believe, especially ideals that you don't believe that I also don't believe that you don't necessarily believe that I don't believe. <laughs> at a core you know core value just because they the fact that they can they will report those things in in that manner tells me they're honest and i i don't have to agree with them to take the news that they report as um you know 
factual or at least relevant. I mean, if it's opinion, it's almost always labeled as such. I mean, I mean, if people want to complain about Zero Hedge, I have three words for them. New New York Times. Well, let me let me just give you a, a breakdown. The same people that complain about Zero Hedge complain about Project Veritas. Who admittedly have fucked up. They have they have fucked up in the past, as every single human being who's been in charge of anything has ever done. So uh, you know, I mean if you want to chalk up you know, that's your opinion. It's whatever. I don't I don't care to argue with people uh, at this point. At this point in time, like I'm here to just laugh. I'm gonna we're all gonna fucking die sooner than later at this point, I think. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Oki. Hi Oki. Uh, the danger of the administrative state. Do you want to take this one, Apex, or, uh? Yeah, yeah, I'll read, oh, let me, uh, let me get it up. Uh, Hmm. the danger of the administrative state. All right. You got it up on screen? I do. Okay. All right. So lockdowns should have shown every American just how tyrannical and unreasonable our leaders can be. They are elected leaders like Governor Cuomo who have acted as outright tyrants, alienating everyone, even those in their own party. Then there are those unelected bureaucrats who wave away our liberties with the stroke of a pen from the secrecy of their massive offices with technocratic efficiency. This is, of course, a sudden and dramatic uh, curtailing of of our freedoms. I would not be surprised uh, that with this much public attention, some sort of effort will be made to roll back much of what has been done. Uh, Okay, pop-ups. Thank you, pop-ups. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. I do want to note that this is written by uh, a fellow that goes by the name of... uh... Well, Tyler Durden. Yeah. Yeah. I think and I think every Zero Hedge article is written by Tyler Durden. I think it's all I, I think that's fucking great, by the by the yeah. way, though. <laughs> all right. So expanding. The the chilling narrative about the growth of the administrative state, which is essentially the regu- regulatory apparatus of the executive branch, is usually confined to specialist professions. The ever present danger of a slowly expanding and un- unaccountable apparatus of bureaucrats that threatens to sap the life out of American society and drown it in a sea of paperwork is typically a concern that only keeps policy wonks and lawyers up at night. Although many lawyers probably celebrate this dystopian vision because they benefit from the compliance fees, the regulatory state not only threatens to make society uh, that much slower and dreary with its excessive onslaught of regulatory regulations, but it also makes us poorer. Uh, and from Samuel or Robert Samuelson from the Washington Post, quote, no one, no one really knows by how much, but quote, there, uh, quote, quote, there is ample evidence that regula- regulations uh, has expanded and that this expansion has limited economic growth, end quote, as Ted Geyer and Philip Wallach of Brookings Institute recently wrote. Uh, so, I mean, so far, it's it's basically outlining this the idea of cancel culture and how exactly what we were talking 
talking about just a few minutes ago, how people that we agree with, people that we align with on a fundamental level, we, we can't because the, this idea of canceling the other has become so prominent. And it's only recent. But uh, continuing, yeah. the, the, regula the regulatory state refers to the organizations uh, such as the Environmental Protection Agency, uh, the Centers of Disease Control, and the, uh, the, the Federal Trade Commission, Department of Education, Department of Justice, Internal Revenue Service, and all the other three-letter agency uh, in, in Washington, Washington D.C. Uh, if, you, if you would like to see how uh, – we're going to skip that part. Uh, the the drastic expansion of the administrative state has come at a cost to not only our liberty, which is slowly being eroded by a sea of paperwork and regulations, but it also undermines our democracy, which we've seen repeatedly over the last handful of elections, uh, especially presidential elections. But anyway, according to Article 1 of the Constitution, the legisl legislative branch of the Congress is supposed to be the primary lawmaking body of the government. That is because… If there are bad laws or laws society doesn't like, we can hold people accountable. However, more and more power has been shifted to the executive branch because of the growth of the administrative state. Even the judicial system is losing power to the administrative state after the establishment of legal doctrine known as Chevron defense, which binds the court system to defer to the administrative agency interpret in, in, in agency's interpretation of a rule not the constitution not the constitutional interpretation of a sitting judge it shouldn't be too hard to assume that the interpretation will probably favor the ambitions of the agency not the integrity of the constitution these issues are more these issues and more form the basis uh, of legal scholars R richard epstein's ugh. Uh, assertion that administrative state is not uh, congruent with the rule of law in this country. I'm not going to read anymore. That's kind of the gist of it. It's yeah. very long. It's not much longer, but it's long enough that I'll stutter through. I'll make it longer than it needs to be. But that kind of is the, the the gist of the article. It's just talking about how, again, what we were talking about earlier, how, you know, the idea of uh, the, the, this country and what we were founded on, what I grew up with and i grew up in a very <laughs> what i mean classically segregated racist deep south slavery uh inherited part of the state you know confederate flag waving and the first person that i can remember teaching me how to do anything was the black dude that lived in my neighborhood that taught me how to tie and and throw a lasso because he lived three doors down from me and I used to ride my bike all the time and he was throwing a fucking lasso in his front yard and I was a curious little kid and I didn't he wouldn't have fucking I wasn't scared of him because he was a dude he was my neighbor I didn't he wasn't a black man he was fucking he was a dude you know <clears throat> now my parents on the other hand they they dropped the n-bomb like we had a black cat uh named nigger that we my father it was my father named it but he shortened it to niggy so all of us kids didn't say the word nigger all the time <clears throat> now there was one time a cable man came to our house and wouldn't you guess he was a black guy and uh, old Niggy liked to uh, make a fuss sometimes. And my little sister, who was probably six years old at the time, was chasing the, <laughs> chasing the cat around as the cable guy was in the house fixing the cable boxes. 
Come here, nigger. Come here, nigger. <sighs> Calling it by its full name. Uh, she didn't know any better. And the the dude, I've I have a such a vivid memory of this. He looked up oh. from behind the TV. He literally he snapped his head up from behind the TV and he started laughing like hysterically. And my dad started laughing and we all started laughing. Uh, you know, I didn't know what the fuck was so funny at the at the time. I was like 10, you know, but um, that was like my stepmother, who was very young, not much older than me, me actually at the time, explained to me after the fact that that was very wrong and we should never say that word. That was like my first experience with. I, I mean, I went to school with black kids. I went to school with Mexicans. I lived in South fucking Texas. Are you kidding me? Not so much black kids as, as it was Mexicans, as I've talked about on the show before. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, the first time I ever, like, I heard the words, but I didn't. I feel like I grew up in the least racist generation that's ever been born on the planet. Yeah. Or have, at least that we know of. You know, um, and now we've got the. Now we've got. I mean, I sit here and I try to defend against, you know, white supremacy and this fucking Nazi bullshit. But I don't know what the fuck kids are into nowadays. And I see more and more younger people, especially online, and and even in real life, the handful of them that I meet out here in the middle of fucking nowhere, like it. Some of it kind of freaks me out. I'm not gonna lie to you. And I, I mean, I don't think it's what they believe. I think it's it's a hack mentality, dude, just like anything else. Just the same reason, um, you know, I had the inclination to rebel against all of the social norms as a kid. I mean, all of them, like anything that was normal, I didn't want to do that just just because I didn't want to I didn't want to I didn't want to do what you were fucking doing. Fuck you. I want to be different. Um, I feel like it's that wh where we are now. It's just that expanded, and with a with the like a what do you call it? Like um, uh, like a governmental wedge. I don't know. There's some sort of this isn't on purpose, or this isn't not on purpose. We don't all we aren't all at each other's throats uh, by accident. I don't. I don't think. And oh no, old, it's definitely by old, it's by design. Oh Yuri, oh Yuri Bezmanov said it fucking before I was born, I think. Back in the 80s. And I mean it's right on I mean it's right on point, man. And you know you you can't really narrow nail it down to one thing, one person or one thing or the other, but if you look at the broad the, the 30,000 foot view of the plan that's outlaid by Yuri and, and not just him, but other people, but Yuri does a, a pretty good job of it. I mean, we're a good generation and a half into. Yeah. Oh, dude, I don't want to go go down that road. Uh, but yeah, yeah man, I no, don't know. I just, yeah, ahead. no, for, for that, for that type of stuff, we need to invite our old friend, uh, Semper ham wallet, uh, reloaded. Onto the, onto the program to talk that stuff because he he studies that stuff. But uh, yeah, no, 
where uh you know it's it's crazy um because i mean the 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 opposing sides with the exception of, of this chat really doesn't want to have a conversation with each i mean as what? as much as i love to uh tease Kitty Salad, I, I do appreciate the fact that she's willing to be here. So much so that, yes, I did give her a uh, a mod wrench. A wrench, I saw that. Yeah, hell yeah. She deserves it. Listen, she may be commie scum, and she may be too pretty for her own goddamn good, but she I do genuinely stand by. I think she has a good soul she is a good person and i don't think that she would well i I mean everyone can behave irrationally and um and i mean but it's not like it's it's not like with that wrench she could behave in a way you can't fix it or anything i mean she listen (laughs) i'm a big fan of titty salad and i'm a big fan of almost everyone in this actually everyone in this chat i don't know uh i'm not sure who uh that storm cloud or staring at yeah, staring at clouds is, but I like them too. They're good. And Semper, is Semper in the chat? Uh anyway, anyway Oki and Laura and Sawson and Titty and Will and Johnny and everybody else, you know. Uh but what was the point? There was a point there. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, remember. I don't remember what I was saying, dude. I'm. I mean, I I am also calling Titty my uh, Gia. I, I'm calling her my Gamma War Bride at the at this point. All right. Well, she's my internet girlfriend. So. Well, well, yeah. She's my. I beat. I beat nope. I beat. Nope. I beat you. She's my internet girlfriend. I win. She's my, she's my, she's my, <laughs> she's my internet war, war bra, bride though. Apex. Well, that's uh, fine. So, yeah, Will says Semper better be. Uh, well, here's here's the thing. Semper lurks in my chat. Like, he never. Well, Sawson Sawson says Semper's not here. You don't. Uh. You don't know that, Sawson. He could be here. Talk, he just talks to the chat. I'll be right back. He just might be lurking. Uh, and then, and then, Will, I've got nothing but love for the Whitfield chat. Well, we love you. We love you too. We love you too, Will. We we really do. Um, and this might be a good chance, uh, for me again to remind you, uh, if you'd like to donate, uh, text to speech, uh, streamlabs.com forward slash withhold report. That is, uh, that is pinned to the, uh, chat if you'd like to donate. Um, And 
uh, patreon.com <laughs> forward slash the Whitfield Report. If you'd like to subscribe to the uh, podcast, uh, if you'd like to subscribe to the premium podcast, as I said, shout out to uh, Sawson and Bruce City Synth, who I'm sure will clip this um, eventually. Maybe not now, but maybe a month from now, two months from now, maybe a year from now. Who knows? Uh, I'm sure I'll be seeing this again in, in an edit of hers of some point. Um... But, uh, I'm back by the way. Yeah. So, um, Apex, did, did we talk at the, uh, cancel? Did we talk at the, uh, cancel culture stuff from a few weeks ago? I think we did. But, uh, oh, oh, did you hear they want to make Superman black now? That's, oh yeah, uh, they want to make they want to make everything black. I saw an article earlier about a Dutch translator uh, that rejected a job on translating an American poem into Dutch because it was a black woman's poem, and the translator was white, and she rejected the job because she's white. Um. I will still see if I can find that real quick, actually. Because I started reading it, but I was at work. Uh, so I only skimmed through it. But something I found on Twitter. Yeah, like the first prominent black female poet in American history. I can't remember her name, unfortunately. Yeah, but this this Dutch this Dutch lady was like, nope. She, she threw her hands and was like, no, no, nope, 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 nope. There may be five black women in <laughs> there, there may be five black women in, in all of uh Norway, but I will not be translating this black woman's poetry to Dutch. Uh, they don't speak Dutch in Norway, do they? Fuck. I don't know what I'm talking Sam, say something, please. Stop they, letting me talk. I I think they do play I think they do speak Dutch in Norway, if I'm if I'm uh, not mistaken. Well, I think Titty Salad is Norwegian. She should she should know. But regardless, that the point of, the point of the story is a, a white woman because she is you know less melanin in her skin and speaks a different language was raised on a different continent in a different part of the world refuses to translate another human being's artwork into her native language because she is a different skin color of the creator of that language. That sounds racist. Like if you look at that on paper, like it's like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not translating that black woman's fucking shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It could be interpreted that way yeah, uh, without context. So yeah. What the fuck? I, I mean, I don't know. What the, what the fuck are we coming to, man? Oh shit. Thank you for my, reminding me of Laura uh, B. Dannon. Uh, Coke. Yes, how... See, this is what a crazy week it's been. Coca-Cola, uh... Be less white. Be less white, nigga. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I, Cancel I, Coke Vanilla. Yeah, that that was actually a headline on the Babylon Bee that I, that I thought was fucking real for a second, and I thought it was 
from the Babylon Bee. Also, uh, apparently Oreos, you know, like made a statement about like transgender people like exist, which it's like. Yeah, no shit. Of course that they exist. Of course they fucking do. <laughs> like the fuck, dude. Black people exist. Black lives matter. <laughs> no fucking shit, you fucking retards. <laughs> all, <laughs> all people exist. We're all fucking here. <laughs> all lives matter, you fucking retards. <laughs> Sorry. Laura, 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 I asked in the chat, do we skip, do we, uh, do we, do we, uh, switch to grape soda? I mean, that's a little extreme, but, I mean, we have to drink something, so I guess. Let's take back fried chicken and watermelon while we're at it, too. So, Okie Dean says, Coke suck, I... I drink jolt cola. Okay, so is jolt gonna give me a like real? Is are they gonna give me ad money now? Oki goes way back if he's if if they're drinking fucking jolt cola. That's some that's some OG. Sh- well, I guess it did it did have a resurgence, but that was like the original energy drink, loaded with fucking sugar, and you would crash like block, fucking flight nineteen. Into the field in Pennsylvania. I don't know if that's yeah. the right flight number. <laughs> but you get what I'm going for here. You'd crash hard as fuck because it was all sugar and caffeine. By the by the way, uh we were actually we were actually talking about this the other night in uh in the danger zone in private, but now uh Red Bull is like they're sponsoring all sorts of events, but I remember, remember back in the day when Red Bull was just like an energy drink, and that was it. That's all it was. Now Red Bull is like everything. No, it's still a fucking energy drink. But th- what happened is they were the first real energy drink, and they made so much fucking money. I actually don't hate Red Bull for what they do. Uh, for the just nonsense that they 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 sponsor a ton of sporting events, both extreme sports, nonsense extreme sports, stupid flight things off of fucking, you know, thirty foot docks, uh, as well as slalom skiing and snowboarding events and and shit like they they pour a bunch of money into supporting athletes, which. I can get behind, honestly. Like, I don't hate, I actually don't hate Red Bull. It's another one of those things. It's like a, it's a symbol that can be corrupted in real time. You can watch it happen in real time. Like, Red Bull actually means a lot to a lot of people that have spent their life doing something creative with their body, you know, uh, physically, be it skateboards, snowboards, skis, uh, or, or fucking The Art of Flight. There's a movie called The Art of Flight. If you've never seen it, Sam, if you your audience have never seen it, and if you have, I think it's on, um, it's free on Apple or something like that, but it's called The Art of Flight. 
and it is sponsored entirely by Red Bull, and it is one of the best. It's one of the best, like, uh, documentary, not not best documentaries, but it's a, uh, as far as, um, extreme sports documentaries. It's all about snowboarding, and they go to tens of places across the globe, and Red Bull sponsors the whole fucking thing. And it was made on a very, very shoestring budget, but Red Bull was the only fucking sponsor that got behind it, and it blew the fuck. It's one of those things, you know, they're one of those companies I can't really hate because it's capitalism at its finest, in my opinion. It's what capitalism is meant for. It's what it's what makes capitalism great, and it's what still exists within capitalism. Just because all these fucking CEOs at the top of the chain have been fucking sucking us like vampires for our entire lives and probably our our parents entire lives and you you know your parents probably hated them for various reasons and you found reasons to hate them too doesn't mean that the system itself is the problem it means the people that have taken advantage of it and and changed the rules throughout the years are the problem because capitalism has freed more people from from poverty than any system ever since the year 2000, mm-hmm. I believe, more people have been lifted from poverty than like any, any time in history, recorded history anyway. Maybe I'm misquoting that. I'm sure Titty will, will rip me apart. But uh, well, anyway. we'll show we'll show you apart anyway. But um, yeah, she would rip me. She would rip me apart anyway. She's a banshee. She would. She would rip me. You've seen how you've seen. You've seen how pretty she is, right? Jesus Christ, and and socialist. Fuck's sake, I'd be a Bernie. I would be a Bernie, bro. No, fuck that. No, that wouldn't happen. It would go the other way. She's Titty would come out a fucking Confederate flag waving. Yep. Yeah. No. 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 It's she. She listen. She tunes into this program. The transformation has begun. Whether she realizes... Oh, no. She realizes. She knows what she wants. Whether she realizes it or (laughs) not. My my other favorite feminist is now a uh, conservative. It's also banned off uh, Twitter and everything now. But, you know, that's that's just the way things go, guys. So all of the all of the uh, interesting people I follow, except for you and Christian Blatt, are now banned on Twitter Apex. And of course, you know, young Matthew, who who I know is lurking on Periscope, probably, most likely. Yeah. But, um. So let's see. We got through your thing on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got through your article. We got through my thing with with CPAC. Um, I does don't... anybody want to? Does anybody want to come into the chat? Yeah. Does it the VC and and have a conversation with us about anything? Does anyone? Let's open up the phone lines, so to speak. Does anyone want to come into the uh, into the Discord and talk 
Shit with us. This could be, this could either go really well or really bad. No, it'll go bad. Or it'll go fun. Or, or it'll go, well, I don't want to. Uh, All right. Uh, anyway, shouting at shouting at clouds apparently has been trying to donate uh, via Streamlabs, and they're asking for uh, personal information. Usually, people donate uh, to Streamlabs via PayPal, but um. Sammy, I'm going to share your Discord in the chat. Oh, yeah, feel free to. So Dawson, you have to stay on topic, though, with something like politically. I, no, Dawson's going to say the N-word. Dawson is, is going to get this uh, stream. Man, though. I, I I love I love Sawson though. Sawson Sawson is amazing. Titty is amazing. Everybody here is amazing. I don't know Laura B that well, but she seems pretty fucking awesome. Jump in the uh jump in the Discord guys. Oh. Yeah, come on. Don't be scared. We do have uh we do have exclusive ranks for those who uh, sign up by Patreon, though. So that's another. Yeah, shouting at clouds just joined the server. So that's a uh, that's another. Um. So we're on the uh, we're on the on air. Uh, Thing we can we can have up to ten callers on here. Actually, you know what? Let me the fuck in here, y'all. What the fuck are you doing? Come talk shit to me. Get me to kill myself. Come on. I'm sure you can do it. Nah, that that's hey, shh, 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 shh. it's okay, Sam. Just come on in. You can do it. <laughs> anyway, um, are you familiar with that? Uh, have you seen any of that net that newest Netflix show? That mother, single mother, uh, dark skinned daughter. On Netflix, I can't remember what the fuck it's called. It's like M Millie and Molly or some shit. Um, oh. Fuck, I can't remember what it's called. <sighs> it's It's been making its rounds on Twitter. Uh-oh, who's that? Shouting at clouds has entered the uh, 
Scott, you're on the. Uh, uh, let me turn down my TV. You're what on the. You're on the NGC uh, network, sir. How are you? He's turning down his TV. Hello, Sammy. Hey, Clouds. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing good, man. I need to adjust my volume. Hang on. You sound good on this end. Yeah, you sound good. No, I could barely hear what you're all saying. Uh, shit, nigga. Get your shit straight. I'm just kidding. Okay. That's weird. Are you on your phone uh, or are you on your laptop? I'm good now. I'm you good, good now. All right, sweet. sweet That's sweet. very unprofessional of me. No, it was very, very, very Whitfield report like of you. You no, fell you're... right in line. No worries. No, you're you're the caller and we're the host. You're allowed to make mistakes. We're 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 not. Yeah, it's it's us sitting here going, "What are you doing? What's going on? What's the problem?" <laughs> Instead of filling in the fucking space, yeah. you but gotta it, figure your shit out. But you know? anyway, what what's on your mind tonight, sir? What is the topic at hand? Uh, I mean, there's, there just, are there are several. I'm just uh, starstruck. I'm I'm in the Sam Whitfield Discord. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, any, I mean, we've been talking about CPAC, airport conspiracies. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's start with that, uh, Clouds. How do you feel about CPAC's stage being the same exact rune? that um, the Charlottesville idiots flew on their flags several years ago. It's literally the same design. I mean, you saw that part, right? Or or did you not? Yeah, Charlottesville was like... It was a joke. It was a fucking joke, It was a religious ceremony for the the elites, really. I mean, they were just trying to invoke some kind of disdain for America... I mean, it it wasn't really us. It, it was a psyop, wasn't it? I mean, Whoa, dude! Actually, no. <laughs> that makes so much more sense, dude. Because yeah. why? How could they build a stage for such a major political event with the same symbol, uh, if not funded? And oh, like, these people are very freaky and religious, like Bohemian dude, Grove bullshit. Dude, that shit's oh, that. Oh, can we swear? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, you, I said the n word several times yeah, earlier. You can, <laughs> you can fucking swear, god damn it! <laughs> swear all you want, you fucking nigger, faggot, retard, piece of shit. No, I'm just kidding, sorry. But they no. do love their religion, you know. Like uh, Fabian socialism is a integrated religion and government. It's Dan Crenshaw is a good example of what. The results of Fabian socialism is going to be like moral, you know, morals combined with government. Yeah, dude, that that just bent me a little bit. Actually, can you can you expand a little bit on the Dan Crenshaw? The the Duke of, of Edinburgh started the groundwork for Fabian socialism around the time Doctor Livingston was traveling in Africa looking for the root of the Nile, and Christianity was way too popular for him to break out like a slavery management kind of government. It was basically communism, but you get a bonus religion. It's not just straight communism. 
you know, all those plantations were going in the Caribbean and they were working out systems to just, you know, be elites, do what they do and enslave everybody. But they kind of put it on hold because other people broke out communism and they saw how unpopular it was. So they kind of went underground, stayed on the down low. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, I was kind of talking about that. I mean, it's at this point, it's kind of mainstream, but I'm, I've been familiar with old Mr. Bezmanov for, for many, many years. He's a Fabian socialist. Yes, you're 100% on right. point. Yes. Right. So, uh, I mean, none of this is like that surprising to me. But at the same time, it's surreal to watch it happening and having like a, it's like a prophecy sort of thing. You, especially with the age of the internet, I mean, I'm of the, I'm old, dude. I'm old. I'm significantly older than Sammy. Uh, almost 10 years. I, I didn't even have a computer in my house until I was like 17 years old, 16 or 17 years old. Yeah, and we're about that, the same age. Yeah. yeah, by that time, I was making fucking Flash 1.0 uh, stick figure cartoons uh, for eight hours a day after school. That, like, that's what I did with my computer. Uh, but anyway, uh, the, uh, oh man. Why do I always do this? Sam, what was I saying? You're on a roll, man. You're, you're, I, know, I don't know what I was saying, dude. I fucking, I was you're talking about of, Yuri. Yuri. That's right. Yeah. So the idea that, um, I mean, I watched a lot of these conspiracy things. I mean, same with Alex Jones, dude. Alex Jones is fucking wild and out there as he is. The same, you know what? <laughs> this is what drive, drove me so nuts about Owen Benjamin and why I even am here right now. I never wanted to talk to people on the internet. I wanted to engage with it, watch funny shit and uh, stuff, but Owen took what people that I considered at the time anyway, people like Alex Jones and... Uh, I can't really think of anybody else off the top of my head, but just various other conspiracy type shit that was out there and wild that you could, I watched eight years ago and then you watch it happen and then you, you can call it back. And it's what I did with the symbol uh, on the stage at CPAC. I literally saw, I was just scrolling through fucking Twitter. Like I always do like a mindless goddamn drone and I saw a, a tweet that's one of my mutuals retweeted. I don't know this person, but they were like, this is the CPAC stage. I don't care enough to look at the CPAC stage. I wouldn't have seen it if it wasn't on Twitter. But as soon as I saw it, it triggered a visual memory in me. Like, oh, fuck, that's the symbol that they they literally tore their Nazi symbol, the, their swastikas off of their shields and their flags and put this rune to try and rebrand. It was in the fucking unite the right or um uh what is it unite the uh the white right uh meeting the enemy documentary or whatever yeah that came out several years ago so it triggered a fucking visual memory for me and i i posted it and everyone's like well it's funny how you fucking you people that want to see nazis everywhere uh just see nazis nazi symbolism everywhere well in deep person so i'm not on twitter twitter so well, th no, that's fine. But the 
I shouldn't be on Twitter. It's Sam's fault that I am. And I hope <laughs> I hope very soon that I get fucking excised from the platform because I don't want to be there anyway. But I don't have just like I don't have the courage to kill myself. I don't have the courage to just kill my fucking account. All right. So kill me. I'm happy with that. I can go on with my life. I'll be fine with that. But um, yeah, so. The uh, the whole. The whole idea of. I mean, I deal with it perpetually. I feel like people that I know and care about, people that I've never met and I care about. Uh, we have these conversations, and Alex Jones, there's all these prominent figures that get brought up. And it's you're lumped in with one or the other. You can't be, you can't agree with one side and the other because then you're wishy washy. You're a flip flopper. You're, you, you're not. Uh, you're not committed enough. Well, fuck you. I'll, I will fight you to the death right now on, on grounds that I feel are worthy. But this, all this bullshit that we're being, these strings that are being pulled don't mean fucking anything to me. I mean, the fact that I acknowledge them and I see them, I, I don't have the power to change most of them, but I see them and I can, I have, I still have an account. Uh, <laughs> and the, the willingness. Some power. To, you, you, some you power. Some right well and i mean I go ahead the basic would be to stop buying their food stop buying walmart and you know stop consuming you know their yeah that's their products. that's a fact dude that's a fact uh and that's uh that's where i have always had a, a big problem with these grifters online specifically and i hate to to bring his name up again but owen benjamin has preached for a long time this ideal of self-sufficiency. Grow a garden. Have animals. Uh, et cetera, uh, yeah. et cetera. At the core, those are fundamentally, like, those are so true. You cannot get any more truth than that. Like, as a fucking human being in a free country that has the ability to grow your own food, to grow your own animals, to slaughter your own animals, et cetera, et cetera, why the fuck as repulsive as Owen Benjamin can be, right? If you knew about these people in the White House more more than they let you know, I mean, uh, yeah, he wouldn't be that repulsive compared to the company we got in the White House today. I mean, none of well, them would be safe with your children. I think you know Owen falls into a, a unique category, and it's not that unique but it's unique in the sense that he has pushed it he's pushed the envelope further than anybody else he does what fuentes does what what um a, a crowder who his mentor taught him how to do he taught him how to exploit the christian right the religious right the, oh, the grift uh, is real yeah yes oh yeah dude and uh, he, but the thing is is he pushed it further than any of these other mainstream people did and in doing so, it pushed him further into the mainstream than he'd ever been because he was a C-list fucking bullshit actor, a shitty fucking comedian that played, uh, you know. Um, he played himself. Well, he, no, he played popular fucking songs and made shitty parodies based on what the audience said. And he just took that format to the Internet and said some conspiracy theories along the way. And he he he. I mean, he basically has a Jonestown. He's well on his way. We said it years ago. Johnny said it years ago. But <clears throat> he literally owns property. There's someone in his cult that lives on his property now. 
So yeah, that's real. So, but well, he's got no skills, so he needs to. Uh, he he, needs he to... has one skill. He has one skill, and that's exploiting <laughs> oh, yeah, people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he has one skill, and that's that's exploiting people's emotions and shit. And he's not alone. He just is is far less um, unapologetic. You know, most grifters online have at least a tiny little nugget of self-identification. They won't go certain places. But Owen, from the time he got himself banned from Twitter, put the pedal to the fucking floor. The moon's not real. The moon landing's not real. Well, starting with the moon right. landing's not real. The icon? moon's not real. Sorry, go ahead. My, uh, my emoji, uh... I have the moon man as the emoji. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. Also, Apex, if you want to turn your camera on, or if you, you don't have to, but if you want to, I finally no, figured I don't. I, fi I don't actually have a camera on the computer that I'm mm -hmm. using right now, which is my, my Yeah, we can be so. independent thinkers. You know, when I, when I first got into this realm, what, 2014 or so, the, the first thing I did was call the, the observatory here in Texas. And I asked him, I said, you know, can people get past this, what is that radiation belt? Um, the Van Allen belt? Yeah, yeah the, the Van, Van Allen. Allen belt. And I, I talked to, you know, humans, people on the telephone. And they were like, no, I, I'm a, I, I work at this observatory. It's, it's not possible. I'm like, okay, good. And I called another one and I got another no. And from then on, I was on my way. I was like. We never got past the Van Allen belt. It's confirmed. I just talked to some people because they're right. people. They're not on the internet. They're not in a book. I just talked to people. And I, you know, I'm with it now. So then I was on my way. I was off to the races. Well, so, I mean, <clears throat> that's a good, that's a good approach actually, man. Like, to just absorb this, sh it is it is literally impossible. I f I feel, especially in 2021, even in 2016, it was impossible to do independent research on anything that mattered. There was a telephone. I just called him. Well, you could call and talk to you could call and talk to me about yeah. anything, and I could tell you whatever the fuck I think. And if 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 my field in that particular uh, generation believes a certain thing you're going to get a same general answer across the board. Now, admittedly, the answer that you got is kind of counter to what everyone generally believes, but from my research, which is admittedly, I haven't talked to any human beings, but I've, I've looked into it pretty extensively, and I, well, it's been years since I've done so, so I can't really quote any research, but uh, the... Uh, what is it called? The Van Allen belt is not a it's not a solid structure like anything else in space. It moves just like magnetic fields. And there are weak points in it, which is what we traveled through. I don't I don't necessarily cosign it, but it makes sense to me without any knowledge of it. Oh, we might have gotten yeah. through it since then, but we definitely didn't in nineteen sixty nine. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean I suppose I mean I see shit on Twitter from people that I respect, uh <laughs> calling out the the most recent, the Perseverance landing, the rover on on Mars, because all the comments in 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 NASA's post are like, "This is fake. That's fake. This is CG." Yeah, 
And, and I mean, in 1969, you'd be lucky to have a car that could drive across the United States without breaking down. I mean, come on. Well, I don't know about th- I don't know about that necessarily, but I mean, the there is there is some technical misun. I don't I can't comprehend how the fuck they're they're sending. You know, radio signals from the moon in relative real time. Considering I can't even watch Sam's stream right now in 2021 while being on this Discord without being 20 seconds behind, 30 seconds behind, or so. You know yeah. what I mean? No, so a pair of 1969 that, I mean, tires wouldn't make it across the United States in 1960. No, a pair of tires. I mean, we didn't have a lot of technology. You would have you'd have blowouts, and you would have you go through a lot of things. You know the, the well, and again I, the I rubber on your windshield would break out. Uh, yeah, break uh, your windshield wipers would have to be replaced. Like so many things on your car in 1969 would have to be replaced before you make it from Maine to California. That we just didn't have a lot of technology. All the silicones and everything that we have now. Well, yeah, and to be fair though, I mean we're talking about entirely different environments, man. Like, yeah, the, but the, the, just the driving vacu- across the U.S. should be the easy part, right? Not necessarily, because we're, I mean, in, the, in theory, yeah, like, on, on its surface, yes, obviously. Just driving across the surface of the planet that we live on should be easier than traveling into the vacuum of space to another planetary body. But, you know, when you think about gravitational pull and traction on those tires and the things that you deal with, and, I mean, I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate here because I don't understand a lot of it myself. I just think that there's a lot of misconceptions here when it comes to, like, you, you look at the the lunar landers and shit, and they're like, "Well, that's just fucking tinfoil." And they uh, what do you of, do when you run out of gas in 1969 in Death Valley? I, I mean, mean you, just you things were different. Die. You probably <laughs> die, but you know what? You also don't have is infinite momentum based on where you stopped where you ran out of gas you don't just keep rolling forever uh on on the surface of this planet in space you do and i mean we've had uh apollo 11 and shit we've had we've had near disasters and disasters in space in in our space program as well as uh, russia and others that aren't as well documented or documented at all for that matter but uh i mean you know there there's a there's just so again it goes back to independently researching this shit it's like you can well, can find... we just agree that governments lie to raise yeah absolutely they lie and that's the fundamentals of all of this shit yep you don't you can't find you can't find the line between what's true and what's not which is why i think you as a you sound like a logical you you sound like a sound of mind human being today we disagree Go ahead, go ahead. Go Titty Sound wants to know, uh, at Clouds, if you're uh, a Q person, which I don't think you are, you sound... No. Yeah. You, you see, Titty, not not everyone who's on the right is with Q, okay? No, I believe QAnon is a council of national policy. And uh, and whatever I Henry think, Kissinger really wants, you know. I think that Q is just complete and utter bullshit made up. By well, the, 
the the revisions that uh, Obama did to the Smith Modernization Act just like sparked, uh, you know, it just opened up everything for something like QAnon to come through. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, it's propaganda is legalized now. Basically, we're we're in a wartime situation. Uh, the the Emergency Health Cares Act is uh, is basically martial law. The Patriot Act is basically martial law. Uh, red flag laws is type of martial law. I mean, we got so many martial laws on us. We we don't even know, you know if we're really at war or not now we got rebel troops from puerto rico surrounding the capitol building they're building walls around the capitol building texas has countless lawsuits against washington uh brexit texas to leave the union is more popular than the president itself himself i mean yeah we're in a weird position here I, they got us where they want us, really. I mean, the <clears throat> Washington wants Texas to leave the union just as much as we want to leave it. They don't want us voting in their elections or, or even being. A, they want division. Everything. I kind of want, I kind of want Florida to leave the union with. <laughs> Florida's base too, yeah. But I mean, at the same time, we have the the most Jesuits and all the damn Swedes. You know, like. Uh, was it Emerson uh, satellites? And what Elon Musk? You know all those Swedish, all those Swedish Jesuits. You know uh, Extinction Rebellion. You know Greta Thunberg. All the damn Swedes are in uh, uh, Texas, and they're they're definitely not our friends. Now, now what's now what's wrong with the Swedes? You're not talking about, like all the Swedes, but um. Uh, they, well, you've seen the Extinction Rebellion go on. I mean, they're like oh yeah, Bohemian, they're like Bohemian Grove crap, mm-hmm. and and all the all the royal families from all around the world are thinking they're now that now it's their time to make their move, you know, and everybody who has any kind of royal connection or first industrial revolution connections thinks. That this is the time to like just grab the world, you know, and uh, we're thinking differently. Yeah, well, I mean, well, the the royal families have all been fucking irrelevant for you know like decades. Oh, they don't think so though. No, they 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 <laughs> right. haven't been irrelevant, and they certainly don't think they've been irrelevant, which is which is where we're at right now, and I feel like. It, we started out this conversation with uh, the Duke of Edinburgh, right? Fabian mm-hmm. socialism. Yeah, I feel like and the Duke became the king. I forget which king he became, but he used like alias. He used aliases, you know, like sock accounts. You know, in the in the eighteen seventies, he was using sock accounts or whatever. You know, yeah. to shit post <laughs> effectively, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, so no, I think that's the real problem that we, we, uh, we we're, we're faced with now is as a, this is a conversation at, with my oldest friend. I mean, we're talking 20 years. I've been 
a very close friend with um with this person and we've been through hell and high water uh and we've been you know separated geographically for many years but my oldest friend in the world that still lives and that isn't family but um gentlemen i'm gonna step away real quick and grab a beer go ahead dude go ahead no but uh i have i find just like in the chat here with people that i know i agree with and people that i care about genuinely um they there is this snap one or the other sort of thing like and if you say something that you know leans one way or the other in their mind you they automatically snap to it and i don't come from generational wealth of any sort you know and as many people don't and many people do and this i would argue the vast majority of them especially in this country come from hard earned generational wealth like their their ans- their grandparents and their great grandparents worked their fucking asses off to give their great grandkids what they have but that's that is being conflated with people um that necessarily don't necessarily have that generational wealth but are not in as incapable as um are perceived or as as are portrayed through their life and then the poor kids whether they're black or white or, or otherwise are taught that the rich people they're the bad people so at this point it's for especially for for you know dark skinned the black kids it's all it's the white people it's the white people that are holding you down you know has nothing to do with the black person that's in office uh in your local senate or whatever that continues to put their foot on your throat well, it's, it's how do you measure the the richest amish guy in the amish community i, I don't mean, know that you do i don't know i wouldn't know how to do that i mean the the civilization was only about half accepted by them right i mean the amish basically think our civilization is shit and i, I tend to agree with them yeah no they're right absolutely as as so many other societies i mean when i was a kid in uh the late 80s early 90s we were already on the you know at the bottom of the toilet bowl dude we're down the tube now where we end up is oh, the, this corporatism i i was you know i was like rage typing it in chat i don't know if you saw but Corporatism and communism run in parallel with uh, the fiat currency, and it's just going to end up with commodities coming to a, you know, astronomical commodities going up. It actually is kind of a bad thing, and humans become commodities, and slavery is the end result for both. I mean, you, I mean, this it's a, the civilization no, obvi- in general. That's obvious, dude. Right? To anybody with a critical thinking fucking brain, where are we going? Where the fuck are Com- we going? Commodities. You are a commodity now. Yeah, we have yeah. been. Well, the thing is, is we have been. For most of, I, w- I would argue, for my entire life. For all 30-something years of it. How uh, do you drive down the price of commodities? You have lots of children. 
Yeah. What do they want us not to do? <laughs> have abortions. Well, they want us to have abortions. Yeah. They want. They want to. They want to drive up the price of commodities. Yeah. How do we win? Well, we can't raid the palace or anything. So, I mean, ha- for God's sake, have a family. <laughs> I mean, the Romans yeah. didn't really just give You're up right. and say, "Well, wh- the Ro- Rome got conquered," and they didn't just give up and say, "Oh, it's time for us to stop having children now. We're conquered. It's done." They well, didn't do I, that. I think, um, you know, I I spent most of my young adult life especially late adolescent into early young adult life as like an ardent atheist anti-religious type of person and then i um well i grew up i suppose and i it's not that i don't hold many of the same almost actually identical ideals in my head i just found ways to relate them to um religious i guess you know prominent religious beliefs prom- most specifically christianity like i'm not a christian uh i don't go to church i've read doesn't matter if you're religious or not they are oh and of course they, no no the, no no i'm just their I'm, religion I'm, is more like bohemian grove kind of crap though it's not what, oh no of course and that's it's not what you're yeah, it's not your you little white equi- church on the corner. No. That's exactly that was actually kind of my broader point was just because you don't believe something or because you observe something and think well that can't be true doesn't mean it's not true. Like it's a again You're just not invited to their church. You're not invited to the to the mosque in Saudi Arabia whole, either, you know. It's the whole fucking reason I pointed out because I saw it multiple times from like like ten, fifteen thousand plus follower conservative Twitter accounts that were like, "Oh, look at these fucking retards! They see Nazi symbols everywhere." Like, well, wait a second, because they flew that fucking same exact rune in Charlottesville, the biggest boogeyman gathering of the left uh, in recent history, uh, <clears throat> short of you know. Um, actual nazi germany and yeah the, the whole really anti-white campaign started with that last uh, with the boston tea party with the boomers mm-hmm. and uh that's when we really started to see it in the media and everything that, that was like day one of it they were like up oh, we gotta um we gotta was that, like 2012 2013 that's when they decided to, to really start attacking inward towards america biden had said word. Uh, Biden had signed up on the Patriot Act, right? Uh, and around not before nine eleven, right? Just before Bush, you mean? No, Joe Biden did. Oh, titties here. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hi. You don't, you don't see Joe Biden's uh, signature on the Patriot Act? Oh, I'm. Sorry, no. I'm um, I'm in the uh, extra bedroom in my apartment that's closest to the street, so I'm having trouble hearing things. But um, my mom's visiting, so I don't want to like wake her up. But well, um, don't do that, Titty. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 
I said, I mean, I hope Sawson still joins if she's still listening. Sawson better get her fucking ass in here. Speak very good she's English. The hottest voice ever. Like everyone's gonna pitch a tent and then deflate it by like jizzing in their pants because she is the hottest voice on the planet. Oh. Am I lying her, or am I not? Her and I should. Her and I should dictate. Her and I should. What part dictate. of the country are you from? City salad. You speak very good English. I am from New York State. Oh, okay. she's a New Yorker. And you, got, <laughs> you got the slave okay. markings on your arm. Yeah, she's very pretty. There, um, yeah, this is my. Uh, she's actually uh, based on a uh, Lilith, my uh, favorite uh, fable based from the Bible that isn't in the Old Testament. So. I think the Old Testament's Jewish, so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Well, I mean, it's Christian, too. Like, Christians love the Old Testament also, right? Only the the fake ones, I think. Dude, no, Christians like both of them. Jews only (laughs) like the Old Testament. Of course, yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just being. Uh, Christians like me don't go much past the Ten Commandments. Really follow that enough as far as I'm concerned. Ten Commandments are whack, in my opinion. Yeah, oh, okay. How so? How, <laughs> how, how do you mean, Titty? Um, Tell me from a I Satanist mean, point of view how the Ten Commandments Hold are on. Whack. Hold the fucking phone. Let's be reasonable here. I mean, specifically, uh, I've heard Christians say that a man should not cover his neighbor's wife is like an anti-rape commandment, which I don't think is true. Um, wow, I go back for one beer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, go back to Titty's sexy voice talking about rape. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry, go ahead. I, I don't so, remember what we were talking about. Something about rape? Titty salad is just a tornado of conflicting. Okay. She's, yeah, let her let her go. Oh, my sauce is here. Yes. Hello? Sausen? Hi, Sausen. Can you, can you say hello? You, good you have to say something. Good evening. I like hyped up your voice I, so much I, so you I have know. to say something. <laughs> I was like, oh, there well, now I gotta say. Ooh, there it is. There's my girl. I'm just going to read. <laughs> yeah. Boners in the chat. What up? Boners in the yeah. chat. Let's go. Salsen, <laughs> right. you do really have like a very attractive sounding voice. You as well. Mm-hmm. No, like when I like imagine like what I would sound like when I like narrate my life story, it's done in your voice. It's not done in my oh voice. My hold you up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Time the fuck out. Time the fuck out, ladies. This is the Whitfield report. No, no, this is not the titty sucking Sausen's titties report. No. She just got here, okay? Can I get like 30 seconds to talk about how 
I'm just saying. I would, like, <laughs> I would like to give her the floor to say whatever she wants because okay, I would you also know what, like Sam, to hear her show. You can introduce her in a uh, in a way more way less complimentary. See, five minutes ago we were trying to figure out how to save the world, and now the I know, and now we're I just want to give some shoutouts, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> And Ladies and gentlemen of the Sandwich Field Report. Sorry. Shout out Chat. to Ogie Dean. What's up, Ghost Dad? Uh, three Olives. I really enjoy your That's it. That's all I got. All right. Ladies you and gentlemen make... of the Whitfield Report Chat, I present to you Sawson and her lustrous voice. <laughs> Say more words, please. We were talking about saving the world. Let me get a drink so don't say anything do too that. profound. No, do it. Just say anything. <laughs> just just anything. Literally. Sasa, please. Words. Say it. I'm going to ban myself. You, You're going those to ban were, Those were a few words. No, of course not. Goodness gracious. Those, those were a few <laughs> words. Say some more words, please. Now, I, uh, Titty, say some words so I can say words. I can say these words. Well, um, I have a fun idea. Uh, Dawson, how do you feel about Titty's political beliefs? Generally speaking. Have a what? <clears throat> how do you feel about my really cool, awesome, correct political beliefs? Like right on point. Like bullet point, you know. <laughs> No Hold on, I gotta fix my Discord. It's I'm not getting audio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. I'm, I'm... The difficult questions come out, and the Discord starts to fuck up. No, I, I'm. Katie's looking all hot with her audio. fucking <laughs> library and glasses, looking at the camera. She... Uh, bye, oh. Sawson. She's try. She's trying to get me to take my shirt off, which. Oh, don't you do it, Sam. Which, which, you do it. which may or may not. You better get some, you better get some fucking money before that shirt comes off. As your producer. Hey, girl. Hey. I think I fixed it. Hi, Sawson. Hey, love. Hi, hi, Sawson. Hey, Sawson. At chat, do I have the uh, perfect amount of vocal fry or what? Oh, you just you, you sound so good. You and you and Bruce City both. It's like vocal why. I feel like your voice is more like husky, which I know sounds like a really ugly word, but it's like a nice quality for a woman to have to her voice. It's like deep, but not. It's like sultry. I don't know. Oh, thank you. I always feel like I'm this. Monotone. This talking, this coming from a. The mo- the a most... sultry, vocal fry, sexy voice, fucking what is going on communist. Here? I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> the women come into the I, fucking I chat. Never, I never get to talk to Sawson enough, like, uh, in voice chat. So when I do, I just have to, like... Stuck I should just, dick. like, savor the moment and stop saying anything, but I try to, like, compliment her so that she, like, does more voice chats and more interviews, but... I My think... level for no, forever. I'm, okay. I'm okay. like doing Discord voice chats. I don't like doing online interviews. Sawson, you realize we're it's we're so live right bad. now, right? Yeah, of course I realize we're live. <laughs> of course you do. I'm just saying, just reminding 
both myself and, and everyone else involved. Yeah, you guys having, are all welcome. We're having a lesbian join, join suck fest Sammy's here. Patreon to hear please. more Slauson voice chats. Please, please join Sammy's Patreon and give him money because he deserves or else it. I will. I can look at how handsome he is. Look at you that. You guys fucking... know that, right? Look at that. Sam, have you given more consideration to doing a like a uh, OnlyFans with like pornographic versions of like uh, presidential portraits or like Glenn Beck oh books or Rush Limbaugh ones? That would be very timely and very much up your app, right? Edgy. You know. Come you on. Know, you know, I, I, you know, I feel, I feel like you just want like, I feel you just, I feel like you just want, uh, you know, new shots of me, which. I mean, well, yeah, obviously. Like, who? How can you blame her, Sam? Everyone in chat wants that. I, I, Everyone in chat wants that. I, I can't. So, holy well. shit! Scotland Yard showed up. I've been like <laughs> suggesting like nude OnlyFans, like political, you know, concepts for you. Yeah, no, I just I think it would be cute. OnlyFans. Yeah. By the way, is not just nude stuff. It's uh doesn't have to be. Your, yeah, your it's stuff your fans are interested in. That you can just like request things. You could just say it. the N word. You could just like start an OnlyFans and be like, all right, N word. Oh, we want to see Sam shirtless the with a with a the buffalo headdress on. You know what I'm talking and about? And saying the N word, please. <laughs> yeah, with like a buffalo headdress on. With a, yeah. without a shirt. So no shirt, buffalo headdress on, saying the N word for so, thirty-five minutes consecutively in as many so, absences as he can as he can manage. So you want me to you want me to te- to uh, cosplay as Ted Nugent, basically? No, 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 sir. I want you to create an entirely new character. I mean, I want you to do that, but inspired like inspired by Ted Nugent, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, I mean, as hey, or like. T- you know what, like, Kurgan's for, like, all of his faults, he did do a very tasteful nude. I might be biased because he put my Reddit username on his, like, he... little, like, washcloth yeah, that was covering his so but It was a tasteful nude. <laughs> so, uh, Sawson's, I think, or no, not, not Sawson, Sawson, Sawson loves me. I think, I think Kurgan's mad at me for stealing away titty salad from him even though he's a married man yeah he's i don't a think he man, is he wants all the women titty salad what do you think uh you know qnon shaman what what do you think of him is at a one to ten where does he fall in you know what we're talking about i know who you're talking about actually um okay so like one to ten in what regard <laughs> Ten being like movie star, super hot, like sexy, like attractive. Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming. Oh, because he's a shirtless guy, you know. So he's obviously looking to okay. be touched. So he is. Oh, wait, are you QAnon shaman? No. <laughs> <laughs> We've already established that. I thought. Even like asking for like organic like shit in prison, so I didn't know if they had internet access or something. Trust Trust me when I tell you I'm not QAnon. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Trust, trust the plan. One to ten. What does he fall? Okay, so like his ideology automatically puts no, no. me at like no, 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 just, we're just rolling in the hay. Yeah, just no. ag- ig- yeah. yeah, ignore, ignore the yeah, yeah, ideology. Just tape. a picture, you know that, just a you know picture of him with tape? his shirt <laughs> off and his headdress. Yeah, you put duct tape over his mouth. I've, I've hooked up with dudes that I thought were like not that cute, and then they like made me laugh my ass off, and that like bumped them up a few points. And I've also like I don't care about those dudes. We were talking about cute on shaman. <laughs> yeah, well, like it's, it's the same thing. I like, you can be a really handsome guy. No, I care about those dudes too. That, like, the research bumps off a few yeah, points, we, we and I feel like you know, Sean is like that. You know, like I don't mind a hairy dude. He's a hairy dude. He's muscular. He could be cute, but he acts like a fucking idiot he also has a in public. On his chest, but oh, is that what that is? Yeah, it's like the <laughs> interlocking triangles. Yeah, it's like a common. Like to me, that looks like a Celtic knot. But like, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I guess it's like how like swastikas are like used by Nazis and Buddhists, right? Well, Celtic knots but, um... aren't generally sharp angled, though. I mean, they have sharp points, but they're rounded. <laughs> You know, okay. I'm a, Fair I'm a big fan. Of, I'm a big um, fan of Celtic knots. I don't know. Like, I guess you know, shaman is like a solid um a four. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, now, where where am I on on that list, Titty? I was going to say, Q yeah, on shaman is for you. about four shades under a me. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh my god, this is gonna. So weird. Okay. It, yeah, like of it is. What, the fuck? what are we doing here, guys? Come on. I oh wait. Okay, well, first of all, Sam, you are a solid eight because I think like having sex with someone that you hate and that you're angry with is the hottest thing ever. <laughs> and I think you would just like slap me in the face and like quote Rush Limbaugh at me and then like I would be like daddy and it would be like the hottest thing ever. <laughs> I, I, I can tell you put you some know, thought. I can, yeah. I can tell you put some thought into this. So, oh, I, I put thought into it every day. <laughs> you guys are Sam. Are you uh, into slapping some titties? I mean, oh, uh, oh yeah. What are you guys doing to my innocent little mind here? Sam's not above anything you're, wait, involving titties. Wait, you wait, you're you're innocent mind you're innocent mind saucing? Oh please oh please. You're the yeah, one Sammy Sammy well, now I don't know clouds, but I know oh shit, Olives is in the chat. Oh, we got a new person in here. Hold on, everybody shut the fuck up. Hi Olives. No, no you shut the fuck up. I, is this working? Yeah. Yeah. Olives. Yeah, how you yeah. doing, man? Welcome. All right. What's up? Not much. We're we're just we're just shooting the shit. This is the open line segment of the show, I guess. Oh. We're just we're just this is the Whitfield Report after hours. And we are totally not live. Wink wink. I mean, no, I'm just, I just talking. To I only have t- I only have Titty Salad's camera up on my screen, and I'm definitely not playing with myself. <laughs> 
No, if you want me to leave, just let me know. I was just talking to myself. In the no, chat. no, no, no. Are you kidding me, dude? No, Stay. fuck you. You leave it talking and I will Talking to yourself you is possibly the <laughs> best thing ever. I do it all the time. No, I, I'm very happy that everyone has joined this chat because normally I'm the fucking retard just flailing around. Now I have more retards to flail with me. <laughs> I don't talk to myself. I shout at the clouds. Yeah, you're my fist in the air. Actually, um, like damn you, sorry. <laughs> Not to interrupt, but I did have a question for um, uh, shouts at cloud, shouting at clouds. Sorry. Um, how do you feel about QAnon? QAnon? I think yeah, it's a, it's a psyop. It's a Jer uh, Jerome Corsi kind of psyop. So and, do you uh, think? On left to start posting it on 4chan to get people on the right to um, get into it to make them look stupid or like what do you mean by psyop? Operation Trust. I mean, it has everything to do with the Smith Modernization Act and the revisions that Obama did to it. How so? I don't like. I I don't understand what you mean. It's, by uh, it's so, war propaganda. How so? It's war propaganda that was kicked off with the Tea Party. Hey, Cloud, was yes. it the was it Russia that had a plan called like Operation Trust, where they use mm -hmm. the Christians to yep. basically? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was. Oh my God! Yeah, do exactly what's. Oh, going I on never right. thought of it that way, but yeah, yeah, I mean, we can learn something new every day. Yeah. That's what I felt. I mean, that's what I, I think. Q. There was a lot of stuff coming out from WikiLeaks at that time that was legit, but then Q came in and everything went. I mean, that was like oh, oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah, it was co-opted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Mike Mike Cernovich was uh, Mike Cernovich <laughs> was uh like a was like a call-in. He was like from an uh, elite family in California, right? And he was just calling into radio stations in California. Uh, I'm not. I mean, Mike was yeah. married to someone who worked at Facebook, and that's how he got a lot of money. Was that? Yeah, he was with the elites. Yeah, he was with the elites already. Um, but he called in anon. He, he got to start by calling in anonymous to uh, California radio stations, right? So, who are the elites, and how are you with them? Is it strictly like uh, how much money you have, or well, is it? If, I feel like I well, I, I hear his name. I, I forget their name, but like a, a lot of them, like the the richest banker during our industrial revolution in California, like all of a sudden disappears into Berkeley. Like all these really rich bankers, like disappeared and created a Ivy League colleges. And then you just never hear about him again. And then you get like Susan Wojcicki, who says that she grew up on a college campus. You know, like, like these people are like raised in laboratories and college campuses, I swear to God. But like a lot of the rich industrialists just kind of disappeared. Wait, wait. So know? like are the Koch brothers, um, are they elites? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they're. Alan. Yeah, they're. Uh, there, but they're, they're the ones that we're talking about. You don't really see, 
Like, who was the richest man in California? You definitely do In in 1870, Uh, who was the richest man in California? Do you even know? Like, these people are very... uh, No, because I wasn't alive back then. I'm, like, talking to people now. Like, unless it's, like... I'm sorry, what did you say? We all read history. I mean, you know about the Rockefellers, and you know about... The only, yeah, no, the I, only I know about, about that, but I'm people I'm like Henry Kissinger. I don't know who the richest person in California well, was in 1870. Like, yeah, yeah, people like, people no, I don't disappeared. know. That. Sorry, they they just disappeared, they just went underground. <laughs> like, like, we know about Henry Kissinger, he's in the public eye, and he is kind of he is one of them. But the people that we're talking about, like, you'll never see, you don't know their name, you don't know where they're coming from. Like, they're very, very behind the scenes. Like the okay, so you it's like uh, Rothschilds, and then you, you go blank. About it, it's like it's automatically. Uh, I don't know. I I just I find this like whole like conspiratorial way of speaking about events and people like very sus. Personally, um, you know, I I do think that there are things that are that happen that uh like the public doesn't know about and we don't find out about until later and i think that's shitty um i don't know the whole like idea that like uh QAnon is a psyop or that like the people who read the smith modernization act it takes like five minutes fucking stupid i'm sorry no, just uh, I'm begging you, please, just read the Smith Modernization Act, right? And read the revisions that Obama did to it. It takes like five minutes. Okay, you, I will. There uh, is like a real war. I will literally bookmark it right now. Uh, what is it called? The Smith, Mo- Smith Modernization Act? Act? Revision Act. Oh, it's Obama's. I don't know. Obama's revision? I could have it mixed up. Uh, I think it was like last year that Obama was in office. He tampered with it, made it what it is now. Are you talking about the Smith Munt Act? Yes. But there's okay. been revisions done to it. Like it started out as it started uh, it started out as anti propaganda from the government, and then they just well, just, I mean, it, then they just bizarre it world like, and reversed it into. The government is allowed to do propaganda. You know what I mean? Just well, I like, mean, I guess you could say the same thing about the fairness doctrine too, right? Like that kind of like was what allowed Fox News to be created. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um. Okay. Sorry. This, this is like longer than. Is, do you mind if I read this tomorrow when I'm less drunk? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, no, I mean, I'm just, um, I'm just pointing I out. I promise me on Discord, I will read it tomorrow because I'm off that. They're, they're at war with us is what I'm saying. No, I just, I I'm, I don't know anything about it. So. Am I lagging Propaganda out? was fully legalized under Who's Obama. That? Fully legalized. That's olives, I think. What was legalized under Obama? Propaganda. Propaganda yeah. on those citizens. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that, like, hasn't propaganda always been a thing, though? Nope. It was illegal for a long time. 
What Especially are you talking about? Corporations being in <laughs> propaganda's existed, but not allowed to be used on yeah, people. Yeah, Mike. Mike Pompeo was heading up uh, the. Especially in the U.S., there are like people consider different things propaganda, and like no, it's like, a effective term, but it's not like. Let me interject it's here. It's not like it was ever illegal in the U.S. and like Obama made it legal. Like that's fucking ridiculous. No, like uh, Mike Pompeo was head of uh, the Radio Free China the whole time he was in office. Do you know what Radio yeah, Free China is? They're coming for you. I'm. I think I'm lagging out. No, I. Sorry, I have a. An ambulance going by my apartment. Or are you lagging out? Somebody's lagging out. Sound like but yeah, ambulance a good example would be Mike Pompeo, head of Radio Free China. Do you, do you know anything about Radio Free China? No. No, I, you, I, I don't. Have you heard about what awesome people the Uyghurs are? The Uyghurs? The yeah. so-called yeah. Chinese Muslims? Oh, yeah, They're scumbags, right? Right, they're absolute the scumbags. They're like the kind of people you don't want in America, but they propagandize. Wait, them. the Uyghurs or the Chinese? Yeah, the Uyghur Chinese uh, are they're already in California. They're basically uh, like entertainment I, I, show business kind of cult. They're already they're in not. California. Plenty of them. Dude, they're not though. Like um, the Chinese has actually been treating them really badly. Yeah, that's, um, that's getting in your head. All that propaganda is getting in your head. It's not are real. Are you familiar with the bodies exhibit? Oh, I, oh I, okay. Well, I mean, you can play off the fact that there is no mental health treatment in China. I mean, yeah, they have. Well, no, do, do you know what the bodies exhibit is? Do you know what it is? No, nah, I've never been there. Have you? Okay, so it's a traveling exhibit, and it's... um like uh an exhibit of um human bodies that are like forget which um they almost look like they're freeze-dried but it's a way to see people's um like their circulatory system their uh, like for example they'll have like a comparison of like lungs that belong to a smoker versus lungs that belong to someone who has never smoked. It'll show, like, human bodies in, like, different positions, uh, doing different activities, stuff like that. Like, just a way to see something that is, like, an actual human form and not just, like, a drawing or a representation of it. The way that they get a lot of those bodies to do that with them is from China. And a lot of them are either political prisoners or they're Uyghurs. Um, I'm not denying that, yeah. I mean, the the Uyghurs don't, they don't get along with the old, uh, they don't get along with the hardline communists. In China or or in Hollywood and they're like, that's fucking ridiculous. If that were the case, their bodies wouldn't be treated like garbage. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. Like, I'm they're, sorry. I'm, they're like I, regular communist, I, I, I communist Chinese, right? And then there are Uyghurs, Uyghurs and, uh, and the Falun Gong cult. You ever heard of the Falun Gong? 
like they're oh, yep. oh, yeah. like opposing each other and so uh, what I, I i just wanted to take a shot at reality and say like like you can find plenty of mm-hmm. youngers in in california and they're show business people they're the same as uh the Scientology show business cult, right? The Eulogers are basically the same as Scientology in America. That's the closest part of the U.S. to China, and that maybe they come here because they don't want to be treated like shit. Maybe that's why they come here for for bad reasons. They come here. They they don't want it. Put into they're no different than the Church of Scientology. They're no different than the Church of Scientology. They're a cult. Same thing. A that was created in the fucking U.S. Like, dude, it's it's just such like an absurd comparison, and like the fact that you would even make it is like just kind of fucked up. I'm just saying it's wild propaganda that you think they're good people when they're not. Um, I think that they're, I think that they don't deserve to have their bodies, like, sold to, um, a company that, like, does museum shows with them. Even though I think that there is, like, a good reason to do that behind it. I do like that they're trying to educate people. But, um, I think it's fucked up that you would assume that they're bad people. And I think it's only because... I think Bill Gates is a bad person as well. I mean... They're just bad people. A lot of them. Hey, a lot. Like, what? Like, why are they bad people? Because they moved to California. Because that's the closest place to China in the U.S. Like, what are you even saying? There, it's just another Aren't cult. I mean, we got the Bohemian room? Grove weirdos. I mean, uh, we, yeah, we just don't need them. We don't need to save them. It's not our thing. But I I would argue that the Chinese the Chinese that are killing them aren't good either. I agree with that. <laughs> because they're anti-communist is why they're getting killed. And but their anti-version of anti-communist is more like Falun Gong in the Unification Church who want to enslave us and kill us anyways. So that I mean, good. who's better? Who's better? No one. I mean, I don't know. I think it's better when people like operate in reality. But they want to kill us tomorrow versus today. Conspiracy theories that are choose your enemy. But we just have nothing to do with Asia. I would agree with that. Do you think that there's like no benefit to the U.S. to have open lines of communication with Asian countries? Well. I mean, they control us. <laughs> China, China is just, Have you not, seen one video game where you fight Asians? Can... Sorry, I can't hear you when, when you're talking. Sorry. It's okay. I just um, I couldn't hear both of you. Yeah, I mean, we we have our own problems here. We got <clears throat> we got people trying to get our neighbors. To, we we got people in America that are trying to get us to shoot our neighbors. I mean, the last thing I'm worried about is China, Asia, Israel. He's trying to get you to shoot, like he's trying to get um, Americans to shoot their neighbors. Uh, well, we have a lot of propaganda going on here. It's called the color wars. You ever heard of it? Well, I mean, like I, 
who's trying to get Americans. George Soros had a lot of success in doing color wars across the world. <laughs> oh, 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 sure. Okay. That's one. Yeah, George, uh, Eric yeah, George Soros. All right, let's. Do you know what color wars are? Um, I know that anytime I hear someone blame George Soros for some stupid conspiratorial shit, that they're a fucking moron. Okay. So... Uh, for real. <laughs> <laughs> George is a good guy. Okay, I got you. Uh-huh. Uh, he's not a bad guy, dude. I mean, like, oh come on, regular dude. Yeah, regular dude. I would be really terrified to have your worldview because you sound like terrified about a lot of shit that will not affect you, and that is too far removed from you. It's too different from you. You sound like a terrified white dude, and I feel bad for you for that. Uh, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. sorry, Sam. I I know I said I would always be like uh, polite and whatever if I came on your show, but uh, yeah, I no. just uh, go to bed. It was really nice talking to you fellas, but uh, I'm gonna hit the road. So good night. A good one. We we. Uh, class. damn! I'm having George Soros over for dinner tonight now. What? Cla- I didn't know he. Claude's uh, sca- Claude scared uh, Titty Salad away. <laughs> so, so. Did George Soros not fund all of those Antifa riots, though? Yeah. Well, well, well. Let's talk about the fact that George Soros. BLM and. Well, let's... didn't BLM like burn somebody alive in a building? Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about the fact that George Soros like turned in his own, like he turned in Jews to the Nazis as, as a kid, like that's moon, mm. that's mainstream now. No the old saying goes: once you let go of your morals, it's like a really slippery slope. You know, starts out a little gradual, and all of a sudden you're uh, like on a black diamond. Yeah, but I mean, when when you're selling. When you're selling your, uh, you know, when you're your selling, own people, yeah, yeah, when you're selling your own people out to the Nazis, I mean, and oh, I, I was just a kid. Now, fuck you. You know, you know what you were doing. Wasn't he even quoted saying that like his biggest goal of his life would be to bring America down? Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, the the he's, dude. he's told every reporter in an interview that he is actual God, as in many gods. <laughs> they, they have many G's. Yeah. And that's that stems from the Church of Unification as well, where like they believe Jesus was a failure because he died on the cross. You ever heard about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So these people believe that there are many G's. That's what they call themselves. Alex, Alex Jones did a whole segment on many G's. Hmm. I, uh, I mean, I mean, George Soros is every James Bond villain lumped into, uh, you know, one and then amplified like times a (laughs) hundred. Yeah, they just went straight from World War II into doing more and more crap in the Korean War. I mean, they didn't slow down. They just kept up the pace. I can't recall, but isn't there one country that like won't allow him to come in, or if he does, they'll arrest like him? Like seven. <laughs> I know. Heather... Like, Russia is one of them. I know. There's like I know seven Kissinger countries. 
I know Kissinger has a lot of places that are looking for him, too. Yeah. Yeah, he was, what, head of our foreign war relations or something right up until recently, wasn't he? I forget what I the hell official title he had. War crimes. I don't know what his title was, but I know that's... <laughs> he is a war crime. <laughs> <laughs> So, Olives, you were part of the, uh, not to say way too much, but you you were part of the Owen cult, too. I, I, or wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess we never talked about that. So, wait, uh, how do you, how did you find me? Because you've been in my chat for a long time, but this is the first time I've actually talked to you. After my... Out with Owen, <laughs> I started looking at the gummy bear situation once I was able to catch him in a lie. And then you came up, mm. uh, Chuck first came up, Revenge of the Sis, and what they were doing. And then that led me to the porcelain documentary and then the one that East Scorpio did. Yeah, I mean. Mm-hmm. So you you brought up the you brought up the uh, Ben Kenobi lie, which I I had completely. That one bugs me, because I was in the chat that day, or I was in the stream, whatever. I was like a part of that. like once he went to D Live, I was gifted a sub. So then I actually was like in the community for like three months. And that's when I started seeing his like manipulation tactics and stuff on the chat. But yeah, he was, he said his uh, great-grandpa was Ben Kenobi from Galena, Illinois. And I'm like 30 minutes from Galena, Illinois. That's where my family grew up. And there's no Kenobi or anything. It's Ben Knob, like doorknob. Well, no. N-O-B-B-E. Well, no, well, no, his whole thing was, guys, George Lucas stole uh, Kenobi from my grandfather. And I'm like, he said that. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> he's a lion. Oh man. Yeah, he he yeah he said that, he said that like well he he actually said that like uh, he said that George Lucas stole stole the idea for Star Wars from like someone he he knew. I mean, basically That's hilarious. I mean, basically like everyone who's more famous than Owen. Stole something from him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's true. I don't even know how he thinks he could get away with that. When, when I, well, when I, Galena's when a small town, so I guess he didn't think people would like look into it. Just by chance, I happened to be affiliated there. <laughs> so when I was, yeah, um, no when, I mean, when I was, so when I joined. When I was in Owen's uh, group, it wasn't yet a, yet a cult. It was beginning to kind of be like a cult. But I joined um, when I joined the Bears. It was because um, someone actually asked me to, because I interviewed. Oh, really? I so my claim to fame actually before the whole Owen thing was I was I interviewed Ben Shapiro on my uh, podcast before Ben was Ben. 
if that makes sense. I did not know that. I'll have to. Is that in your? Uh, is that in your? Uh, channel. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I re-uploaded it. I, I know it's in the, I know it's in the audio podcast feed for sure. If, okay. if you look, if you look it up on uh, Apple Podcasts, yeah, I, I interviewed Ben when I was, uh, when I was seventeen, right after uh, Andrew Breitbart died. But that's all. That's all another oh, wow. story. Damn! So, did you make it away? Did you escape there with your foreskin? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> so the thing about Ben was he was actually Ben prior to the Daily Wire was not like as weird as he was now because like Andrew actually got him to chill out a bit there for a for a few years like like and Andrew would do I remember Ben on C-SPAN before he started going on Fox way back in the day. Yeah, so he's changed. Yeah, so a- Andrew Andrew would do things like make fart jokes around him, and then like I <laughs> I I think from what I heard like uh, Andrew would like would like would like uh would like put Playboy like centerfolds in in Ben's uh, like cubicle or whatever at Breitbart just to see how like. <laughs> Just to just to see how like Ben would react to like naked women and whatnot. So, um, that's hilarious. But no, so back to Owen though. So someone, so someone, it wasn't Coddington, but it was someone in the old, uh, someone in Owen's inner circle actually reached out to me and was like, and I guess had told Owen about me, and so I was basically asked. I was kind of like asked to come in and like kind of I wouldn't say cover things off. Well moderate. Well so Owen was about to go on to on to the Daily Wire at that point. So I remember remember like the only time I ever talked to Owen was like in a Twitter DM back when he was on Twitter. And he asked me like, you know, so what what's been like? Like what what should I like like he was actually nervous. He's He's like, mm. like, what should I do? I'm like, I'm like, you know, just, just, just be calm and like, you know, act normal. Like, don't act like a fanboy. Just, you know, act like you're, you know, just having like a conversation with a normal, you know, guy. And of course, Owen didn't do that because he's awkward. Um, he's he used to come into the D Live chat rooms at night. Like when people would just be in there chatting, and he would like, I would, I think he was like in there taking people's like ideas to come up with like for his next, uh, yeah, he live stream and stuff like that. I know he took a lot of ideas that I mentioned in there. He used to do that. What happened with me and him where I ended up, because me and him kind of had a, verbal thing like once this uh, lockdown all first started he was you know he was all about the mask stuff and like that and that was tell i asked him a question i'm like i take care of my elderly grandma and my uncle thinks my uh ideas are putting her at risk and i was like so how should i deal with that and he had no answer for it 
And then I brought it up to another, I think it was Papa J Bear was his name. He asked me about it in the stream the next day, and Owen seen it and thought I was talking to Owen. And Owen was like, dude, you need to leave your uncle, like, alone. And then he went into, like, a whole one-hour thing talking about his dad. Um, so um, it was just, it was very hypocritical to me. And I was just like, you're, I don't know, I was done with it then. And see, we, we by that time, we we were long gone. So my group was the group that exposed, uh, you know, my... My group goes all the way back to Nemo, and um, you know, like back then, we were like, I was like, multiple people were trying to tell Owen, you know, like, like this Nemo guy is like, you know, there's something that's not right about him. Like, we're not even sure that his military service is real. You know, like you might like, we were just suggesting that you know we might we might want to check him out. Well. You know, they weren't gonna let that happen. You know, Nimmer Nimmer was his best friend, and you know, like yeah. basically, so basically, like the the whole entire uh, you know danger zone basically left because of Nimmer. And then, like it was five months later when Owen got the uh, gummies on stream, and at first he thought they were hilarious. And then in December, for some reason, he just randomly called us. He randomly called out two of the guys that I left with. And so that was like the first, you know, big bear war. Last uh, December? No, this was like in December of 2018, I think. Okay, okay. So I remember when I came in, it was right when... Semper Reloaded left. Yeah, so we were... After that big purge. Like, I came in right after he did that. So it was his second purge. So we were the first wave to leave, and then Semper, Semper's group was, like, the second wave to leave. So, um... Yeah, I came in right then, so I was like, I didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. Yeah, no... No, it got, it got, I mean, it got weird, it got like, there was a period of time where like, we weren't like paying attention to Owen at all, um, and then, you know, it wasn't until he, it wasn't until he, do he docks John Arcade that we started paying attention then. then. Yeah. Um, He's, something's weird about him man he's got cult ties his mom was in some breastfeeding cult i mean galena illinois it's nothing but it's a tiny town nothing but freemasons and i don't know something's weird about owen i don't know how he well can you pull people in when there's channels like milker nation out there and stuff that make it so obvious well, and I mean, like, I didn't even know what's so special about him, like, leaving Hollywood. Like, he's not the first... There wasn't anything, now that I look back on it. He basically... I mean, you heard the phone call recording with him and his mom talking about it, where he says, 
I know that's not the reason why they kicked me out. It was his attitude about situations, not his stance. Yeah, no, it, it was it was because he was difficult to work it was right. it was it was because he was difficult to work to work with. Yeah, if it wouldn't have been for E Scorpio's doc, that came out right at the right moment. And I shared that in the chat. I shared that in that Crow Triple Sevens chat. Uh what's that flat earther that he's always talking to? Uh oh. Yeah, I'm not into flat earth, so I don't know any of that. He was just he was always in there and chatting with yeah. him on stream. And I I shared it in his stream too, and I could see him seeing it and they just would remove it or ignore it. But well, I had two bears leave with me. Well, well, I, I were actually like this documentary makes me like Owen more, and I'm like, what? He completely lied to you about gummy bears. Well, I, well, I, I know that oh, I know that Owen watches this stream too because he's made like a couple of, he's made a couple of jokes about like, you know, me being in a in a wheelchair and, and you know whatnot, which, eh, I mean, he hits the low bearing fruit. That's I mean. I mean that that's I mean that's fine. I mean I I make I make jokes about my own disability, but at least make them you know like funny or something. Don't be just <laughs> don't yeah. don't just be like. No. Owen's just got a content like a evil discontent for people. Well, he he's just like he's just like ha ha ha. You're you know you're in a he's just like one of these people that is like. Ha ha ha! You're in a wheelchair, or, or ha ha ha! You're you know you're black, or you know it's just very grade level level humor, you know, not even. It would be nice to see, uh, what that guy's name, Kirk, that comedian, that Owen sexually assaulted. Yeah, It'll be nice to see in the next coming weeks what happens. Because, I mean, I don't watch them, so I just see whatever comes up with Milker Nation on their channel. Well, well, he, well he was also one of the questions. Well, he was also one of the guys that, uh, that Scorpio interviewed, too. But, uh, yeah, at, I caught that. But at the time, Scorpio had to keep his name anonymous. So. But no, it looks like that Kirk dude... Must have caught one of Owen's streams and just does not like his, don't, don't like what he's doing now and is speaking out about it more. Yeah, well, it actually sounded like he was actually really upset about it, which I would have been. I'm like five two, five three. Some dude picked me up and stuck his tongue in my mouth. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, he's done some really heinous. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have ever had a problem with him if you know he hadn't doxed like two of my friends, and then his his cult members were like making death threats to me and everyone else who left. So I just, can't, I can't believe he is actually 
Like I didn't when when they when I started hearing about Baratario, I was like, ah, this is a dumb idea. It'll probably be forgot about in a month or something. And it looks like he's going through with it. Well, well I mean, he's gonna have a full on physical cult. It ain't gonna just be online. Well, 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 he, well. Here's here's the thing with here's the thing with Owen. I've figured out. Anytime you criticize him. Or you know, point out like a flaw yep. in his in his logic. Instead of like, oh. instead of going, huh, you might be right about that. You know, or like even considering it, he doubles down on whatever it is. Yeah. So, I guarantee you, the only reason why he's still talk- talking about uh, Baratari is because like he just wants to prove us wrong in his mind. Mm. So, it's. I thought it was gonna end by now. <laughs> I was thinking maybe IRS was gonna uh, raid him or something. I I'm I'm honestly surprised he he, he hasn't. So he uh I mean he was he was going full blown uh you know full Muslim for a while. Oh yeah. And until until I made a bit until I made a video, uh, saying I've I've contacts in the Department of Homeland Security, and that I told them, <laughs> and I told them about uh, Owen. So then he, <laughs> then he then he stopped then he stopped you know doing his Al Qaeda Junior thing real quick. So I mean he's gotta be on their radar like oh yeah i don't know anybody that's as profane as him especially when he talks about those issues i i don't know i don't know anyone who gets away with as much as he as he does Uh. yeah it's almost like he has a pass because i think he just deletes his uh youtube channels and instagram accounts i don't even know if he gets I mean, Twitter did ban him, but yeah, there well, is some evidence that with the YouTube stuff, he didn't like how people were just able to have access to him. So it seems like he shut those channels down and just went to be live. Well, he, well, he. So here's the thing: so he got banned from Twitter on purpose because of the of the clout, and uh, you know now he wants to do the same thing with YouTube because. He knows that, like, that's the new edgy thing to do. Yeah, it's kind of like what uh, Jesse Spots says about how they know him and Vox know how to use that Barbara Streisand effect. Yeah. Well, I mean... I can't watch Vox. I can't even watch videos making fun of him. He's so fucking boring. So, yeah, and and... Vox also, um, I mean, so the funny thing is, is people think that Vox is like some conservative, you know, like figurehead, right? But he hates conservatives, like openly. So like, I could see that. So like, you know, like he actually, he actually made like a post on his blog, like just yesterday, like, Basically saying that he was glad that like Rush Limbaugh was dead and you know stuff like that. So 
you know, wow, what? <laughs> I mean, my, <laughs> he's like Black Adder in real life. Well, I mean, so I mean, kind of. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a. This is what I've been saying. Like, he and Owen are both like leftists. Like, they're actually they're the SJWs that they criticize. Yep. Yep. It's projection. Like Vox literally wrote a book. Is a gamma. Yeah. Yeah. Vo- yeah. Vox and Owen are the gammas that they. Uh, you know that they think everyone else is. So. Um, I mean, and and the other thing too is, Vox has um. You know, like Vox has basically like plagiarized all of his books. Uh, you know, or oh man, that's shitty. Or maybe not plagiarized, but he's certainly like borrowed the ideas heavily. From... Game of Bones. Yep. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't read that Jordan Nettics or anything. Um, I know those comic book that comic book stuff every and the supposed movies and everything. That's a scam. That 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 the comic the comic book series that he wrote is just a. Uh, I I don't know if you've seen the boy if if you've seen the bo- the boys the artwork. No, I didn't see the boys. Is well, it basically that. Well, yeah, I mean, so the boys before it got turned into a Sears on Amazon was a comic was a comic book that came out like you know uh-huh. five or six years ago, kind of on on the same premise about like evil, you know, superheroes and whatnot. And Vox basically just ripped that off and you know made it like in his you know vernacular, basically. But guys. But guys, it's got Leatherback Finding. <laughs> hey, where is he, Scorpio? I miss that guy, man. Um, E Scorpio will be will be uh E Scorpio and I and Apex will be resuming the Gamma Hug box. Um, you know, probably in a couple weeks. We just had we just had to take a break like around the holidays. It was getting to be like too much just Keeping track of all these knuckleheads. No, I've had plenty of you. I haven't had enough of E Scorpio. So, well, <laughs> well, geez, I, I, you know, I'm. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm just playing, man. Well, E, E is, E is always in my Discord, but I think he goes, I think he goes to bed early usually. I, I think, mm. I think, uh, his producer though, Starshine, might still be in here. Actually, it sucks. I, I had, I had that video clip of him saying, of Owen saying that uh, his grandpa was that name, and he was like, "I will not apologize." And I had it saved, but then uh, Apex's channel got struck or removed. Mm-hmm. So I did. So I lost the video. I was gonna make a video calling it out, but without that context, and it, it's pointless. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I mean, you know, and, and the the other thing, the other thing too is, uh, like, I've known Alan, I've known Alan Powell for a long, a long ass time too. Alan and I both hijacked one of the uh, unbearable Facebook groups on Facebook, and uh, 
that that was that was fun. Uh, yeah, I or I ran one of those for a little bit until I seen that eScorpio doc, and then I just put it in there, and that's where everybody was like, two left with me, and the other hundred were like, oh, I like Owen more, which was really odd. Yeah. Yeah, it it was it was odd. I mean, what what was what was really odd was when he was when he started talking about like penises obsessively. That was that was that was weird. We all know what it's about. He can't and he won't get over it until he repents and admits it. And he, I don't think he can get there. Yeah, we. I mean, we are basically a Christian nation, and we have kind of an understanding of, like, if you dock somebody or endanger somebody, you know, you, you step back and you, you repent a little bit, you know, you're like, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, make myself more palatable, you know, in, yeah. the, in the eyes of God, right? And whether people are Christian or not, like, we can apologize to each other. It's just, it's a form of repentance, you know, yeah. but like you, you can't, you can't repol You can't just start apologizing to people from China or whatever, you know, like it's, it's not going to work. We're not on the same system, you know, of repentance and, and fall back. And, you know, instead they just hit the gas all the time. It's always gas, gas, gas. Oh, I fucked up gas, 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 you know, like you yeah, got to double down. Yeah. 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 It, like, so, I mean, that's a conflict. I mean, whether whether you claim to be Christian or not, we have a Christian structure kind of set up, you know, where we can get along. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, well he just needs to come out of the closet and he'll be. <laughs> and I mean, like, seriously, that's that's all I want. That's all I want from him is to just like. Right? I don't it, hate. I mean, yeah, I don't hate the guy. I don't wish. I don't like him manipulating and leading people astray that are looking I'm, for I mean, Christ or whatnot. I but. mean, I, I, I mean, I will say this: I do hate O, and I think he's a piece of shit. <laughs> but I, I don't. But with that being said, I don't want anything to happen. To Same, him. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's completely not Christian. You understand that, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, no, 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 shit. Out with Crowder seen that there was a grift in it and now he's no gone i'm saying in, in it. his basic behavior you can tell he's not oh yeah christian yeah. yeah not even in the same zip code i mean the only near i mean the only reason the only reason i i talk about like boobs so much on my show is literally <laughs> Just to, just to troll, the the bears and like, and uh, you know they keep saying like, Sam, you're you're obsessed with tits, and I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. At, at least at least I can admit it. So, so I don't. Your thing. I don't. I don't have to. I don't have to to be like, oh, that statue looks like a boob, or you know some. I'm just pointing it out. 
<laughs> I'm just pointing that out, but I'm I'm totally not obsessed with with the That with last Vulcanation had me laughing so hard. Yeah, um You you should check out some of uh Bruce City Sins video videos as well. So hey uh Keckboy, how are you doing? Can you hear me? Y yeah. Hey Sam, I'm gonna hang Wait. up and go into chat, right? Okay. All right. Thanks, nice thanks for joining us, Clouds. All Take right, care. have a good one. You too. But uh, yeah. Hey Keck, what what's going on? Uh, not much, man. Just having a just having a bad stomach night, man. Upset stomach, so I took some medicine, took a little nap, woke up, and the first side come into the chat. First thing I hear out of you is tits. I'm like, huh, tits. Okay. That's a, so far, this is an interesting Saturday night discussion. Tits. Well, we, <laughs> well, we, uh, we were, well, I mean, I, I can admit I love tits, unlike Owen, who can't admit that he likes, uh, you know, Phalluses. And Sammy was just, you know, being honest with us. <laughs> but uh no, uh all all of here has been a long time listener of the show, but I've never talked uh to him. And uh we were just going over some of the old Owen Colt stuff. Um so. Yeah, it's uh and I don't even know what Owen is doing now, to be honest, other than... I don't know. Last I seen, he was... Looked like he was in some shed in Idaho, supposedly. But it looked like his, his girlfriend just didn't want him. Or his wife just didn't want him inside. Yeah, well, I mean, that was the same thing in... Uh... That goes back to New York, to New York too, where like he would just be out in in he would be out in like his shed by himself. So, well, it's because of the pro. Like he can't control his language around the kids. He's shown that, and he talks some pretty disgusting stuff. So, but yeah, he's family friendly, right? Right. And he's got that, uh, if you notice, if you watch him when he's on his computer, he, like, hovers over his laptop. Like, those, like, if you go into, like, somebody, you accidentally walk into somebody's room and they're, like, doing something, hovering over the laptop. Yeah. <laughs> like, that instinctual thing where he's always hovering over it. Yeah, yeah. And, um... Yeah, he, um... Yeah, and he he always gets like real quiet when when the when the kids come into the, into the room too. Like, I've I've what I've what I seen him be like, and that's a big black dick. Oh oh shit! <laughs> so. Oh man. Uh. Yeah, it'll just be interesting to see how it turns out. Yeah. I, I'm I'm curious to see um you know like 
I'm curious. Does Jared Leto have an open cult? Yeah. Yeah. Th- Maybe yeah. That's where the culture is going. Well, I mean, I think all celebrities, to a certain extent, have you know a cult. You no. Know. Yeah. I mean, like technical. I mean, like technically cult personalities. I mean, like technically, this audience could be a cult, and you know, same with like same with Revenge of the Sith. Sis, if we really want to, you know, get like, you know, like technically, all these internet groups could be like considered subcults, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't know. That's why after one, I just I quit putting people on pedestals and just only Christ now. Mm-hmm. So actually, something good did come out of it, kind of. Yeah, well, I mean, I I like you know I like doing the show, but like it it does weird me out a bit when people like um like ask me like ask me for life advice and like I don't you know I don't know mm-hmm. them that well just because yeah. Just because, like, I saw how that turned out with Owen, like, giving bad, you know, life advice to people, and I'm like, I don't know, I'm just one, I'm just one guy, like, you know, I'm trying to figure out my life, my life, too. That was my thing with Owen, too, you know, he was like, look at uh, Nathaniel Slattery and, uh, uh, Singalong Bear, they got married, like, right away, because Owen's just, like... Get married, have kids, get a homestead. Don't think about it. Do it. And it's like it's not that simple, dude. Like you got money, you can do that. Yeah, but a lot of other people can't just go do that. Well, and also like you just know the person too before you get married. Well, and also he's like he's like he's like young men need to you know like they need to start like having babies at eighteen, and I'm like. Dude, you didn't have kids until you were like, mm-hmm. until you were like, you know, thirty eight years old. Which is, you know, hey, listen, some people, you know, just start late, and that that's fine. But yeah. you know, if you're but gonna, I know he uses that to attack people now. Yeah, he has a fan. Yeah, and well, and well, and the and the other the other thing is. The other thing too is it, it goes back to him not being gay, right? He's like, I can't, I can't be gay because I have a, I have a family. Meanwhile, and then like five minutes later, he'll be like, my dad is gay. <laughs> I think about two months ago, I came to the conclusion that it basically is all repressed homosexuality. But that that's. That's what it is. That that's and that's why he needs to come out of the closet. Mm-hmm. I hate him for it either. I'd be like, "All right, cool." I I now you can get now you can move on with your life. Now now I now I can go now I can go shopping with Amy and <laughs> like, like it's like it's like Johnny it's like Johnny Arcade was saying on one of my streams a few months ago like. Like they can they can go shopping together and like do home decorating and like get their you know 
get like their nails done and Owen will be like 100% half happier. So. <laughs> Uh, enough about Owen, though. He gets. Yeah, it get it gets. A couple months ago, it was more interesting. Nowadays, I'm just waiting to see what happens. Well, well, not well. Nowadays, like Owen keeps nuking himself off of every platform, and it's like, it's like it's too exhausting to like try and keep up with him even now. Yeah, he probably he probably does that on purpose too. So yeah. And it, it's so, like you can't get the clip edited or the clip videos. I mean, and the thing it is too is like at this point nine. Like I would say that like over sixty percent of the people that watch him just watch him because they're like they're us and they're making fun of him yeah. on on stream. I mean, I always left it as spirals, whether or not. Yeah. Oh, me too. I mean, I, I, I mean, anything about him? He would, he just, he legitimately, actually, isn't a funny comedian. No, he, he's, he's not. He's, he's okay with riffing with people online. I mean, he's even bad at that. I mean, I'm. Yeah. I mean, I. I'd say I'm a better riffer than than he is. So, he, I mean, oh, he, I prefer you much more than <laughs> Lord. I mean, he can't even he can't even run OBS by himself. He has to have COD do it for him. <laughs> it's not my Ethernet cable. So, yeah, will go. Will goes. Owen prefers white claw to beer. Yay. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> I mean, Sam. Yeah, he's he. What's that? What's that? Uh, Keck. Do you want to? Do you want to know the real reason why people watch Owen Benjamin? Because they want to see him, Chris Benoit, his family, and himself live. That's why everybody watches him. Oh, if you want him to be the next man. Chris Benoit. That's... Well, I, I see that. I can see that. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. Oh yeah, I oh, oh yeah. Other I mean, than that though, I really I don't give a them. shit about Owen Benjamin. I don't watch the show or anything. I'm like, I don't care. He does his own shit. You know, whatever. It's not his. He's not my cup of cup of tea. I'm I'm just waiting for him to do the inevitable. Yeah, I know. I I wasn't I wasn't going to bring him bring him up, but like I I wasn't going to bring him up, but I didn't realize that that's how Three Olives found me initially was because of the, of the Owen stuff so um but yeah the uh the other thing is owen claims to be like a uh like a very very like musically knowledgeable but he he's not at all i'm not even a professional musician and i know more about music than he he does when I watched him on D Live, it was literally only like the same three songs, like Pink Floyd, Gun- "Gunner's Dream." Yeah, and and, and he doesn't—he doesn't even know that much about. Like, I'm actually a Pink Floyd like fan. Oh, I love them. And he, my favorite. 
and he doesn't know he doesn't really he doesn't know anything other than like uh other than breathing the air and time so yeah he he didn't even he didn't even know, he didn't even know who David Gilmore was. Did we lose you? Me? I think we lost all. Yeah, of my hair has been a little funky. I think this froze. Oh no, you're you're back. Yeah, it's been freezing up on my end. Yeah, yeah, Discord, uh... Yeah, I don't know if it was me or Discord or what. I, I think I think it was all of... Yeah, and, and Discord has been doing some strange stuff lately, too. Well, it needs to quit doing that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sam, do you know what tomorrow is? Uh... On the 1st? Oh, my, well, I know it's Monday. I'll give you a hint. Nine years ago, America lost one of its greatest icons. He died on March 1st, 2012. And uh, he's a hero, not just to you, but to me as well, and to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. A you, oh, yeah. Andrew's uh, passing. Yeah. I, Andrew Breitbart, the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, he was he was a legend indeed. So I wish uh, I wish Ben I I wish Ben would have stayed with Breitbart instead of start his own, you know, thing. But that's that's just me. Uh, I mean, I'm not a fan of Shapiro, you know. But I tell you what, though, man, Andrew Breitbart, I love it when he used to be on Fox News on Red Eye on some nights, and he was hilarious and mm -hmm. he was smart. I'll tell you what, though, Fox News just fucked up when it got rid of Red Eye. That was, like, their best show. They This was before Tucker. Yeah, they, they fucked up when they got rid of Red Eye, and they also fucked up when they got rid of, um... Basically, when they stopped showing, like, the, well, the, the, light, the light cam, too. Oh. Uh, yeah, the light cam. I remember the light cam. Yeah. Uh, right. Say what you will about Roger Ailes. He was a genius. Yeah. And he was the man at Fox. Yeah, I mean... Since he died, just Fox sucked. Yeah, but I mean, he was he was also up there, up there in age, too. So it, it wasn't really surprising when he, when he passed, but yeah. Yeah. But as far as Andrew Breitbart, you know, I was... I cried a... I cried when he died because he was like one of my favorite people, you know. Yeah, I and it just it hit, it, it hit me. I was like, oh man, and it made an impact, you know, on the conservative movement. But in a way, I think his legacy lives on, you know, when he in the alternative media, you know, his influence, you know, guys like you, Vincent James, people, people like that. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I I. I cried when I cried when when Andrew died. I mean, hell, I cried last Wednesday when when Rush died too, which you know it, it's it's kind of it's kind of I wouldn't say it's ironic, but it's interesting that Rush passed so close to Breitbart's death because Rush was the one who inspired Breitbart initially. I don't know if you knew that, 
or not. But um, uh, I, I did not know that. But I tell you what, though, I mean, if it was Rush Limbaugh is the man. If it wasn't for him, you would not have podcasts now. You would not have like Joe Rogan or Alex Jones, you know, or any you know any people like that. You get know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. No. This this medium would not exist at all. So, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Welcome, welcome back, Olives. I think you're back now. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Breitbart was so amazing. Yeah. No, he was he was funny too, and so was so was Rush. They were both they were both funny. Yeah. Um. I remember Andrew one time uh, on Red Eye. There was a segment about um. They were selling powdered. Some company was selling powdered wine or whatever. You know, people churches were buying for like communion or whatever. Oh yeah, I remember and, that. And 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 they and then they and Greg Guffield like Andrew said, Andrew, what do you think about this whole powder wine stick? Powder wine? Hang on. And he pulls up a plate with like powdered wine in a line, you know, and he grabs a straw and he snorted on air. <laughs> he snorted powdered wine on air. I was like, oh my god, this dude fucking rules. I I re- I remember that. I also I also re- remember when he uh when he would like I remember he he was on uh Dennis Miller's show once and he's like uh he's like if if anyone out there is a seamstress he's like I'd like you to make me a a Captain Capitalism cape so that I can run through Occupy Wall Street. <laughs> Throwing, th- throwing free money at them, so, <laughs> so, yeah, he was, he uh, was, he was hilarious. So, and his videos on YouTube are good to watch. Yeah, yeah, and there was another thing on a on Red Eye where like they were talking about something. I think it was Marvels, and then Greg turned to Andrew and said, "Andrew, what do you think about this whole Marvel thing?" All of a sudden, Andrew started spitting out marbles out of his mouth and he started pouring them out of his hand, you know, started pouring marbles all off off his vest and all that, his jacket. I was like, yeah, my I, God, this dude's just nuts. Yeah, I, I, re- I, rem- oh, I remember that. that you remember- oh, go ahead. Oh, and can we talk about the Andrew, can we talk about Andrew Breitbart at Anthony Weiner's press conference? Yeah. When he stole it, when he stole the show. That, oh, oh shit. I was like, oh my god, I wish we had him now more than ever. Oh, I, I, I mean, if, so, my whole thing is, if he were around, because people don't, people forget this, but he died, he died, like, before Romney was even the nominee, and had he, had Breitbart still been around, I don't think we would have gotten a second term of Obama. I don't. So. I, I don't think so either, because... I don't think Romney would have been the choice. I don't know who would have been at the time because who who knows? It might have been Herman Cain that could have been the nominee. I don't know. That 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 was my that was my pick at the time. So, hey, I voted for Herman Cain. I liked him better than the other people there. Hmm. I mean, I I mean, I would have voted for I would have voted for him, but I was like I was four months shy of turning eighteen at that at the time. So. You know, I'll have a thing. What would happen if Breitbart was still alive and he worked for the Trump administration? 
Oof. That, Imagine him as the press secretary. That would be <laughs> that would that would have been that would have been great. I think they took him out every day. No, I, I mean, I've heard that, but I've also heard from people that knew Andrew well that he had a congenital heart, you know, defect because really? because he yeah he well he was adopted too, so no one knew like. No one knew his biology, and I guess, like, when you're adopted, there are certain genetic stuff that, like, you know, they don't have information on. So, yeah. I don't I know. I remember the I mean, video he was supposed to release, and then he Yeah, died. about a, a De- John Podesta. Yeah, he was supposed to release something about John Podesta, and he, and he got murdered. I think he got killed. I think, I mean, hell, at, at, at Congress, at a session, they were talking about heart Attack guns that they developed. That's there was video. Who knows? He might use that on Andrew and his corner. His corner. Hell, he died. Not long after he did autopsy on Breitbart, he got. He died. Yeah. That, who knows, man? That that was w- he just out noggin. That was that yeah, it. It breaks up the noggin. Yeah that that was pretty weird. Yeah, I mean. Kind of pissed me off, you know, like, you know, Andrew being murdered. I mean, had, uh, I just can't forget the left for doing that, you know, taking away a great man like that when he could have given us some more years of entertainment and truth and, and enlightenment. Yeah, well, I exposed but, so much. Well, I I'm honestly surprised that they didn't try and take out Trump uh, during his I mean, for all we know that they did and just failed. Oh, I imagine they tried to kill him multiple times and they couldn't do it. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, he's still, he's still got some influence. He's got some power. I mean, if they try to kill him now, you know, people get, well, right, get you're talking about riots? Shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, Trump, I mean, I mean, right now, I mean, the left, I mean, I don't think they want to kill the guy because they know it would, you know, they would jump, it would bite him in the ass. You know, I mean, they'll try to humiliate him. They'll try to demean him. All that—that—that's what they're going to do. I mean, hell, right now I'm seeing—I look at Twitter, and people are already gotten the regrets, regret vote for Biden. I said, "What do you expect, you fucking idiots?" Yeah. Well, well, what I, what yeah. I, what I find—he's not going to give you the, the stimulus checks. He's not going to do this, that, and the other. I mean, hell, he doesn't even know what year he's in. It's his advisors. It's it's uh, his handlers that are controlling the presidency. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't even know what he's signing. I don't think. Yeah, well, what what I find funny is how all these all these leftists are complaining now because they're like, "Oh, we we were gonna get we were gonna get two thousand dollars, so that's why we voted for Biden in the, in the first place." I'm like, "You're literally admitting that you voted for Biden strictly because he promised you free money," which you know, I knew Biden wasn't gonna do any of that, so. Hey guys, I gotta run. It was nice talking to you, Sam. I'll hop in again. It was it was good talking to you too. Yeah, and I mean it's it's almost like it's almost one forty five here, so I think I'll I think I'll wrap up the show. But it was it was uh, great talking to uh, both you guys. So. Have a good one, Keck Boy. Yeah, it was, it was nice finally making my debut here, Sam. Yeah, it was it, it was good having you on. So and thanks for. Uh, 
thanks for being a supporter of the show and thanks for uh you know joining my patreon and all of that so it, it's it's nice to finally talk to you you're very much welcome and nobody i want to press f in the chat for andrew breitbart on monday be sure to take a shot in honor of his memory well will do for sure I'll, pro I'll probably have a video on the channel in his uh, memory, so. But uh, yeah, I mean, on, if you look up on YouTube, you, there, there's on YouTube there is a red eye special about Andrew Breitbart the day he died. If you look him up, like Foxy's red eye Andrew Breitbart tribute or whatever, and it's got all the guests. It's got Steve Bannon and Coulter and everyone else talking about. Oh, and Ben Shapiro talking about Breitbart. Yep, I remember. I'll have to look that so, up. So you, yeah, you might have to play it, play it for all of us to watch. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll go, we'll go through it, maybe, through maybe. It. Yeah, I'll wait oh, then. And and a few, and also, a few months before Andrew died, you know who else died? Patrice O'Neill, yeah. another another icon. Yeah, I was just thinking about Black that. Black man, that people. I mean. That's saying though, man. Two men within months of of that who are who are pretty much, you know, American, you know, icons. They were like they red pill people on the left and all that, and they died. You no, know? I mean, we know Patrice didn't die of murder. He was he was he died of diabetes. You know, yeah. Which is a shame now because I wish him and Andrew were alive right now because we need those guys more than ever. I I wish that imagine the woman movement going up against Patrice. <laughs> I. I wish that Patrice were still around just to see him and Nick DiPaolo uh, talking with it, with each other because, I mean, yeah, I when Nick. When, I'll say this though, man, if Patrice O'Neill were alive right now, he would, and he had a podcast, he'd be bigger than Joe Rogan. Can we agree with that? He'd be bigger than Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I I'd love to see I'd love to see uh, Owen try and mess with. Because I feel like Patrice would have absolutely like massacred Owen. Oh, <laughs> oh Patrice would ru ruin Owen so bad it'll force Owen to change his ways. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. And which, which Owen needs help badly. He needs oh, to yeah. change. Oh yeah, he absolutely does. Get some help. Yeah, and and uh, and Laura B has a good shit. Has a good uh, you know, comment. Time to be those guys. Um, right. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean that that's you know, personally for me, Laura. Uh, you know, as I've said, Rush and uh, you know, Andrew and Dennis Miller are all on my uh Mount Rushmore. Of influences, but so. Dennis Miller and Norman oh, yeah. Donald. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. All righty, well, all righty, guys. Well, I'm gonna wrap this up, and uh, thanks for calling in, both of you. No problem. Have a good no one. Problem. Thanks. All right, gentlemen. Uh, Thank you. I want to say everyone good night and God bless. All right, thank you. Yes, God bless you too, Fat Kick Boy. Thanks. 
Alrighty, folks, and uh, yeah, that's the first time that we've uh, had callers live on uh, stream, so actually in the same window with me, so very cool. And uh, yeah, that'll do it for tonight's show. I want to thank all of you for uh, tuning in to the uh, broadcast and the podcast. From all of us here at NGC Studios, have a good night. God bless. God save this great nation. God freedom, I can see in that order. And I'll see you on the next episode of the Whitfield Report.